and welcome to another episode of the Good Cracking Podcast. Again, welcome, <laughs> welcome back. I am your host, Arnell Pearson, alongside the five star men, Devin Stanford. Oh shit, I'm dropping stuff now. Saw dude. Devin, this is great because we were just talking about fucking this up last time. <laughs> like literally, just the other night, we were talking about fucking this up. My little Thai peanut, it's Xander. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and the queen of bitch and herself, Jennifer Gabrielle, and her beats headphones. Hi. <laughs> hey, beats are tight. Again. Don't worry, don't worry. He's not making fun of you. Beats are good. No, 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 no. I have no, no, no issues with beats whatsoever. I just didn't Apple realize you had them. them. It's kind of bougie. You were like flossing on us, and you didn't really mean to. And I'm like, okay, I'm here for it, Genesee. I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Speaking it's, of which, it's Genesee- how I compensate for not knowing shit. Mm, mm, I love that yes. for you. I love that for you. You got to get some flex <laughs> counters in. Devin's taking all of them. It's okay. <laughs> I love that for you. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Oh, no, oh, no. oh, oh, you, oh, you got it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate you. Genesee, we had you here last Saturday. How have you been you since last weekend? You know, I've been all right. I've been kind. Of, yeah, I've seen yeah. so much of you guys this week. I don't think I've I've seen as much of you guys as I have this week. So that's been incredible for me. And I'm here for um, it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> I'm so here for it. It's so good to have you. <laughs> now, now, yeah, is that a problem? Do you have good. a problem with that? Is that like, is that an issue? Like, should we should we fight you? <laughs> no. no, it's been so wonderful. Um, and Naomi has been like just having to hear about you guys all week, basically, because she like goes to work and does things, and I'm sitting here like either we're talking about like like the training I'm leading on communication, or I'm talking about you guys. So she's heard a lot about you guys this week. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Oh, we love you. We love you so much. Xander, how have you been, baby boo? I've been pretty good. I've been uh, today, in fact, has been awesome. Uh, we had little Lydia's first soccer game. Oh, uh, yes. She yes. was amazing. She's just all over the field. Now, I will say, Munchkin soccer is so hilarious to watch, uh, especially if you've ever played Nazi zombies, because it's like. I'm sorry, come again? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out it's like it's like the, the ball okay. is the character that you play as and all the kids are the zombies that you're leading the train <laughs> like it, it, like they, just they like have no following. concept yeah they have no concept of like space and like okay i'll be i'll be running alongside over here and you pass to me they're like they have no concept of that it's just everyone just go for the ball it's like it was like it was looking it was like like a rugby scrum like yeah, that's that's what it looked like just like everyone like just like <laughs> that sounds hype all <laughs> it, but it was awesome it was awesome. did they there ever score oh uh, yeah so there's one kid i swear i had to get an ice pack for his back because he was carrying the team like <laughs> there's just like one two three four like i'm just like oh my god it's like this kid. and the crazy thing is he knows he's good this kid's like maybe like four or five years old and he gets up to the goal he looks back he has time the the zombie train is has yet to reach him and he go he does this every single time kick <laughs> this, this kid's amazing this kid's a fucking oh, champion like, this is awesome <laughs> does he does he kick with his left foot or his right foot he's a right he was a righty he was a right. Okay. Okay. Mm, okay. Mm, he's gonna so he's a can. Already. He's he's got he's got a cannon already. That's good for him. Oh yeah. It was definitely entertaining. So I'm looking forward to more uh, more soccer games here in the future. You're like you're like I need to find out who that kid is so I can watch every game <laughs> through his career. 
my He's like, God. I was there first. <laughs> that now that voice, Devin. Here, here's the deal. How have you been though, dude? How have you been, my guy? Uh, I've been pretty good. I've worked a lot this week, like a lot. Okay, like okay. a lot. Okay, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, all, right, all right. We rolled credits on Man of Madon last night. So that was dope. Yes, he did. After five or six issues coming up the entire yeah, fucking time. But we did it. Uh, <laughs> and they were all my fault. It was all my I, fault. I've been playing a lot of the uh, Battlefield 2042 beta. So that's been really tight. I'm stoked on that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Malignant sucks. G- Genesee, Genesee, <laughs> I'm not trying to expose Naomi. Do you want to turn your camera just a little bit to your left? I don't want to, <laughs> to expose Naomi. She was close. I would like the record to state she was just putting on a hoodie. I know. Okay? I know. I just didn't, I, I didn't want my, I didn't want it to like non-consensually have Naomi on a stream if she didn't want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to be nice. You know, yes, I appreciate it. No, I would, I would hate if, it, if, if I had someone streaming and I was in the background and I was like, 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 because here's the deal. I look Almost dumpy like, 90 percent of the time. So I'm just I'd just be in the back being like, right. Welcome to Chili's. <laughs> right. Almost like if someone recorded you shoving your face with curly fries and you didn't know that listen, you were being. Listen, I cut, Almost, I cut. Listen. Almost like that is now. Listen, I cut, I cut all of them. I only got you drinking a milkshake. So let's be real, okay? Let's just, let's just. I, I tried, I tried, I tried. Welcome to just chatting. I am. Just, yeah, I know, right? I, I tried. I really did try, but that's because we try here all the time. Segue, because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Saturday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're watching live, you can submit questions and topics to tinyurl.com slash show to be a part of the show. Sorry, no, tinyurl.com slash gk submissions i always i always fuck that up thankfully it's gonna be changing soon you guys will find out here why let's go pretty soon in a second if you're having a good time so far you can watch us record the show live and ad free by following and subscribing right here at twitch.tv slash good show if you have amazon prime you also have twitch prime and we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening and or watching at home but if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that is totally fine you shut up shut up you fucking (laughs) I'm going to screw up again. You can catch our episodes on your podcast service of choice at 8 a.m. the next day. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking the link right down there in the about section of our Twitch page and clicking that beautiful bell and big red button. Or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. We've got a little I bit of plan of work. A little bit of plan of work. And most of it is going to be the big old the big old, old, old announcement that we're about to drop on all of y'all here in a second. Um but firstly, yes, you can watch our VOD of me and Devin uh spending two and a half hours trying to beat the last half of Man of Medan last night. Uh we we played it, we kept running into tech difficulties. Um, because my computer is a stubborn old frog. You know what I'm saying? He's just out here just acting a fool. You know, just acting a fool, just like me, just like his good old dad. And I was like, it's okay, boy. It's a boy. And then boy. we moved, and then we'd be and then we beat Manamadon. You can watch that VOD right over there. It's gonna be dope. Next week is back for blood getting released. 
and we're going to be playing it next Wednesday. Definitely check that out. That's going to be a fun VOD. But also before that, though, next Tuesday, we have another episode of the Good Kraken podcast, and it's going to be Liddy. Liddy, y'all. It's going to be tight. I'm super excited for it. I'm also excited, guys, for the big bones here. The big old bones here. We got a good, wonderful presentation for all of you. We have been working vigilantly. Vigil, just I am just so tired. <laughs> I am so, oh, I feel that. Me and Zanny and Devin that. and all of us are just so goddamn tired because we've been doing it. We've been doing it for a minute now. And we have a presentation for all of you. We have what we are calling the Good Kraken 2021 announcement. So we're going to announce that and show that to you guys live right now here at twitch.tv slash Show. Please kick back, enjoy, watch what we have for you. What's cracking, everybody? My name's Arnell. I'm Devin, and we're the owners and hosts of Good Kraken. Back in March, Good Kraken started as a fun little project that has since grown to be an incredible dream. Now here we are just about six months later, having a blast making content for all of you. And 2021 has obviously been a really weird year for all of us. The pandemic virtually shut down the world, but it hasn't slowed us down and we don't plan on hitting the brakes anytime soon. That's right, Devin. And as a matter of fact, we're aiming to make even more happen. We've spent this year meeting great people, making outstanding friends and having amazing conversations around nerd culture and the underrepresented groups within it. Good Kraken has built everlasting relationships with some of the most talented content creators and workers these industries have to offer. And you guys have been here every step along the way. We will continue to collaborate with even more phenomenal guests on our Saturday shows. We want to offer just as much to them as they do to us. We want to make GK more than just a place for a bunch of friends to have fun. We want to make an entire community so that we can offer a bigger platform to the guests we have on the shows. So instead of having a guest on every Saturday, we're going to continue to fill our guest spots a couple times a month so that we can focus on building a brand and making good crack in the family that you want. Speaking of building a brand though, we got to start this off strong. On top of recording ridiculous, wild, and morally questionable content, we've been working tirelessly on the quality of Good Kraken from the bottom up. After a lot of hard work and some creative beauty from our friend Zach Silver, we are proud to present a new and improved Good Kraken. In order for us to take these steps in a real way, we have to take the biggest step of all. Good Kraken is now officially a company. We're putting all of our eggs into this basket, not just by creating content, but by giving you quality. And that starts with shedding our old skin so we can give you amazing core content. Shitting our old skin also insinuates that we're growing, and hot damn are we growing. But we need your help to create the content that we want to create. In order for us to do this, we're looking to fundraise $1,000 through to the end of October to get good cracking through the rest of our fiscal year. This money will go towards better equipment, games and movies that we would love to review throughout the rest of the year, getting some sick good cracking drip made, and any other little thing we might need to produce rad shows for all of you. Now, how can I help good? Kraken, you might ask, my good friends, you can head on over 
over to patreon.com slash show to be a part of this. Through our Patreon, you will have early access to all of the content before it hits podcast and video services, as well as access to post-show content that is not available anywhere else, monthly Q&As, and semi-annual town halls exclusive to patrons, and even a direct line to submit questions and topics to be a part of our various shows. However, that's not all we're gearing up for. As the fundraiser continues, we will be rewarding you guys with even more shows in tiers. For every goal that is reached, we'll be adding another series or piece of content to the GK catalog. At $100, we'll bring back the Shipwreck Show as a pre-recorded, ongoing weekly podcast. If we hit $300, we'll do a weekly multiplayer gameplay stream called Splash Damage. At the $600 goal, we'll do a special series where we all rank all of the Phase 1, 2, and 3 Marvel Cinematic Universe content. And if we hit $1,000, we'll do a 12-hour stream in the beginning of 2022 to celebrate kicking off Year 2 of Good Kraken. However, you're probably thinking, guys, this is a metric shit ton of money. We can't afford that, but we've got you. We're offering three different ways for you to help support. Every dollar you pledge over on patreon.com slash Show will go towards these goals. But because we offer a majority of our content as live shows on Twitch, each dollar spent on any of our tiered subs on Twitch will count, including Twitch Prime subscriptions. Then lastly, if you're really roughing these waters but still want to support without spending a single penny, every single new subscription to our YouTube channel will count as $2. This is a lot of content for us to be doing though, Devin. How in the world are we going to balance this? How are we going to put up with me talking about my butt for four to five days a week? How will the chaos be quelled? Oh, I'm not putting up with any of that, especially alone. As mentioned before, we have been so fortunate to meet so many talented and amazing individuals within the games and entertainment industries. We've laughed, we've cried, we've smiled, and we've contemplated. And now we're proud to announce that we've officially added some familiar faces to the family. For a final announcement, we'd like to introduce the rest of the Good Kraken team. What is up, everybody? My name is Garrick, aka Vermilion Beard, aka The Crimson Chin, and I am super stoked to be joining the Good Kraken family. You guys can catch me co-hosting on weekly episodes of Good Kraken, The Shipwreck Show, and Splash Damage. Hi, I'm Raven, and I do things. You mean I'm supposed to say more than that? Okay. Hi, I'm Raven, and I make dirty jokes. And, and sometimes I, I post things on our Twitter. Uh, I also sometimes maybe pop up on things like, I don't know, the Good Kraken show. I don't, I don't think I'm doing this right, y'all. What's cracking, everybody? It's Xander here, and I will be GK's resident design and animation wizard. You can also catch me each week on the Shipwreck show, as well as popping up here and there on the Good Kraken podcast and Splash Damage. Uh, I'm... Chase? I play video games? Yeah? Hello everybody, I'm Genesee Gabrielle of the Let's Get Bitchin' Podcast, and I am so stoked to continue being a part of the Good Kraken fan to help cover and review any and all Marvel Cinematic content uh, pretty, pretty soon after it drops. So excited to bitch with y'all.
Well, guys, this has been Good Kraken's announcements for the remainder of 2021. And we'd like to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for supporting and believing in this crazy wild journey that we decided to venture on. We're still learning, we're still growing, and we're still so honored to have each and every single one of you be a part of it. We love all of you so much. We cherish all of you so much. And we will see you guys next week. But until then, my friends, be good to each other. Guys, guys, I am so fucking excited that we finally got this out. That is yeah. it. Good Kraken is officially a full company. We are doing it. We are doing it. We have Raven, Genesee, Xander, Garrick, Devin, Kinda Chase. All of us are now the family. Raven, we love you so damn much. We love you so damn much. Guys, we are so, so fucking excited to get can't this. Make, I can't make hearts. I'm making, I'm making a pumkin with my hands because like, it's poopy it's season. It's this. It's poopy. <laughs> you just throw it's up the dime, the Jay-Z diamond. Poopy. <laughs> uh, Raven says, I'm Polly, so marry me, all of you. Okay. Yeah. I just got to sure. work that well, out with we'll, my captain. But we'll, be your, we'll be your cult wives. We'll be your cult yeah. wives. That'll be... <laughs> yeah, my wife might object, but that's hey, Naomi's invited too. You know what I mean? Naomi's invited too. That's, that's it's, <laughs> it's, it's a cult. There are no bearings here. You know what I'm saying? That's what, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about, guys. Oh my god, would that make you guys my work wives? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would. Yes. Since that's I don't exactly. like, I go to work. Omg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is exactly it. That is exactly it. Yes, exactly. And yes, everyone, thank you so much again for coming in, supporting us, giving us all that love. And uh, we we hope to be bringing more content for all of you guys and some awesome, awesome stuff to the table for all of you to enjoy. Please go to patreon.com slash show Right now, you can put in subscriptions there. It is a damn good time i still gotta get pictures up for each tier but i'll be working on that later <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's not a huge <laughs> deal but I, I, I got all the tiers figured out and stuff we got lots of stuff to offer you guys from post show content uh you know uh, uh early access like there's all sorts of goodies that you guys can get there over on 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 patreon.com slash good crack and show i'm gonna be saying that a lot i'm trying to get used to it now i'm trying to get used to it now it's like you you guys can put on questions and topics to to patreon.com slash good crack and show and do it that way puppy there's a puppy, a little baby <laughs> in Genesee's background. There's a little puppy that just ran across. It's like, oh, uh, Raven. Okay, more laundry and, and ish, but I'm keeping y'all on the big screen. We love you, Raven. You have fun doing laundry. I have to do laundry today, too. Guys, Who let's. Who fun doing laundry? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a laundry day. Am I right? Am I right? Let's look say, yeah, you have fun brushing your teeth. <laughs> I have fun brushing my teeth. I have a great time. I think, I think, I think brushing teeth hey, is fun. Some like... people are into that. <laughs> well, I will, I will, I will argue. So we have an app for my daughter, and she has a blast with it. She literally, she will literally. Just, oh my god! Hold on, lawnmower just popped on. I don't know if you guys can hear no, that. No, no, you're you're fine. Yeah, it's cutting out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, is it cutting out? Okay, cool. Good job. I'm just gonna close the window because I can't hear you guys. I'm oh, sorry. okay, okay. <laughs> go, go do the thing. Anyways. It, it's it's <laughs> I have a good time brushing my teeth. 
I have a good time doing laundry. I have a good time grocery shopping. I like doing all these things. Grocery shopping, yeah, especially when they play the uh, the late two thousands pop songs. Oh, Ernell is the house husband. I am the house mm-hmm. husband. Yes, I tr- I try I try. But speaking of house husband, there's more episodes on Netflix. <laughs> Well, I, I I digress for Devin because we're going to get into the main stuff here. We are talking Marvel's What If today, and it's going to be dope. Marvel's What If released first episode, August 11th, 2021, created by AC Bradley, directed by Brian Andrews, with a runtime of each episode between 30 to 37 minutes. Unfortunately, I could not find a, a, a exact number window of what the budget for this show was. Uh, I don't think Disney's released those numbers quite yet. Um, But when we have them, I'm sure we will be talking about them here. Uh, Little pieces of trivia for you guys here. Um, So first off, an interesting one that uh, kind of spoke to me at first. An episode pitch involving the Guardians of the Galaxy was suggested for the first season, but it had to be scrapped after A.C. Bradley was told that she had inadvertently written half the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So uh, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that anybody who is watching this has more than likely gone and seen this show. Um, There is a, what I will say, we will try to keep this relatively spoiler free uh, for the first half of this for everybody. When you start diving full on into spoilers, Husky, what's happening, dude? Um, When we start diving into full spoilers, we will give you all a warning so that you know to jet out if you have not finished the show. When you do finish the show, come back, listen to the rest of this episode. It'll be tight. Uh, With that said, there is a character in the last episode of the show that dauntingly comes out of nowhere. Um... And that is because they are a part of this episode that got cut from the season. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys might know what I'm talking about. We will dive into it in spoilers, but that is that is the episode. Um, Marvel Studios announced at San Diego Comic-Con in July 2019 that a slate of original streaming programming will debut on their new streaming service, Disney Plus, which launched in November 2019. One of them is the series, an anthology based on the famous comic release, comic series that focus on alternate reality tales running parallel to the Marvel universe. That is essentially what we're looking at here. Uh, another one that uh, stood out to me here, several actors from the mainstream MC will not be returning to voice their characters in the series, like Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Elizabeth Olsen, Dave Bautista, Zoe Saldana, James Spader, Letitia Wright, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Brie Larson. Most of these actors have been since long departed from the MCU after their contract with Marvel expired, while some were replaced due to scheduling conflicts. Their characters are voiced by other voice actors instead. And a lot of times you can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can very much tell a majority of the time. The Watcher narrator character of this series, unlike the Watcher seen in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, listening to Stan Lee's cameo character more resembles the cosmic entity Eternity, uh, co-created by Steve Ditko, who is a giant figure that appears to contain stars and galaxy within its own body um i know that we've very loosely talked about eternity in some prior stuff as far as like uh uh uh, predictions and stuff that we've had before um it's it's cool that they do stuff like this sort of combining comic characters and stuff i thought that was a really really cool aspect Mm -hmm. here lastly what i got for you guys before it was officially announced the show was originally planned to be one season and 23 episodes long with each one centered around each movie in the infinity saga the production constraints forced marvel to split into what was eventually announced to be two 10 episode seasons when the COVID 19 pandemic began the season episode count was dropped to nine episodes each 
each, seemingly meaning that for all future seasons of the show going forward, they will each be one episode shorter than they would have been prior to March 2022. It is lit, guys. It is lit. And now, even then, we have nine episodes of juicy, juicy, juicy content, guys. And I want to just start from the top here. Xander, what were your top-level thoughts of Marvel's What If? So, ultimately, going into this, I was thinking... So, they announced that this whole series is going to be canon to the mainstream MCU universe as we know it. Um, so I'm going into this thinking, okay, so we've, from what we've seen multiversally connected from WandaVision, Loki, Loki directly, um, I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be like little bits and pieces here leading up to, you know, no way home multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. Didn't necessarily get too much of that uh, in this. So I was a little bit let down on that aspect. But they did a really, I'll say, I'll say they did a pretty good job of showcasing what could have happened in these different universes. Um, I mean, there are a few exceptions. We'll get to that in a little bit. I have my gripes with a few of these episodes, but for, as a whole, it was enjoyable. It was it was kind of cool to see, like, uh, you know, what like what if, for lack of a better uh, <laughs> phrase. Um, Love that, it, yeah. it was really yeah. cool, and there and there are some moments where you're just like. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. So, so ultimately like overall it, it's, it's enjoyable. There are a couple, a couple moments where I'm just like, I would, I don't have any desire to go back to that. Uh, but, um, but as a whole, I, it, it was definitely entertaining. Perfect. Devin. Um, I felt it had a really dark take on a lot of the, uh, what ifs like it was definitely a common theme. Um, there was some of it I really, really liked, and there was a decent portion where I was kind of like, "Hey, okay, you know, <laughs> but, um, ultimately I was happy with the way that things ended. I, I really, I really was, I really was. And it, uh, gives me a lot of thoughts and a lot of, a lot of other what ifs now with, mm-hmm. with this being oh, canon. Oh, your internal what ifs. I like that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Devin's brain what ifs I love it dude yeah (laughs) yeah Genesee what do you got for us um so wasn't my fave I didn't love it um quite simply it was I okay so there were parts of it that like when I started watching it I was like okay this is actually a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be I'm not usually a huge fan of like the the animated like Marvel content it just usually doesn't hit for me um but I got into it and I was like oh fuck yeah the um I really enjoyed like Captain Carter, the T'Challa episode. Like they were the the first few episodes were actually pretty hype for me. I was like, okay, no, this is actually hella interesting. And they did a lot of things like with the animation of it really well. Um, and they really like exacerbated some of like the things that needed to be exacerbated in the animation of it. I really do feel like that aspect of it that I liked a lot was lost in later episode because then we get to the last episode and it did not feel as dramatic as it should have felt, especially being in a, in a, in an animated format. I was, I was kind of like surprised with that. Um, and uh, yeah, but we'll get to that when we get into spoilers. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's those are really just my thoughts. Okay. Kind of disappointed. Cool. Yeah. Um, I actually very, 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 very much love the show. I love everything from front to back. Uh, the animation style is so much fun. They did such a good job animating this. I genuinely enjoyed everything that they did an animated version of a part that was from one of the movies. I loved it. It like felt like kind of getting like, like a cool cameo every single time that they did it. And I, every time it came up, I like, Oh, this is so fucking cool. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the voice acting was well done. I really, really enjoyed it. The stories were, were very well told. I thought, um, they, the, obviously it's not without it's, you know, grievances because there are some things in it that I was like, mm, sure. But once I like got through the end of the, like the second episode and was like, okay, so this is a cartoon. Like, and I don't mean that as like, this is an animated show. I mean, like they are making this a cartoon. It's a cartoon. And so like, I just eventually just decide after like getting through the second episode, I was like, I'm just going to suspend disbelief. So it's like, it's mm-hmm. fine. Like, I, I get now what I, what they're trying to do. And for the rest of my time watching it, I was like, sure, it's it's a fucking cartoon. Like, I don't want I don't want to sit here and expect too much from it because it is uh, reframing my mind that way. Sort of helped me sort of go into it more of a uh, instead of being over analytical the way that we usually are with most Marvel content that we all love and enjoy and watch. Um, I instead was kind of just like, I'm going to treat this sort of like instead of watching. I don't know, Star Wars Clone Wars, right? The animated spinoff of the Star Wars story. To me, it was more like watching the anthology show for Star Wars, Star Wars Visions. And it's sort of just being like, well, like, even if it's not canon, I can still kind of go into it, enjoying it for like what it is. And uh, and for me, it hit. It hit. Every single story I genuinely, genuinely fucking enjoyed and loved. And if they make it like super canon, where they start like throwing shit into live action stuff that was from the show, even better. Even better. The last thing I want to mention, Jeffrey Wright absolutely kills it as the watcher. We talked about this off uh, off stream, but he is extravagant as the fucking watcher and the watcher's character. They made so interesting and I was here for it every single step of the way. Mm -hmm. Every single step of the way. I I definitely agree with that. Jeffrey Wright, just always a phenomenal actor. And it was really cool seeing him kind of get more of a center stage in the sense because he was in every episode with this even with it just being a voiceover for animated he still did chef's kiss so good so good and jeffrey Wright, obviously we know is just like a phenomenal fucking actor like period Mm -hmm. in like every part we talk about this too but every single part he plays he just fucking slays he's because he's never the main character he just comes in for like 15 minutes it just kills it every part he plays he slays i'm also saying that jeffrey wright (laughs) is right He's the right choice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was that one was for you, Xander. Uh, that you sound like a like a like a political marketer right now. Just like, like yeah. just like what's the worst tagline I can come up with for this Jeffrey, guy based off of his name? Jeffrey is the right choice. That's just big. But with... right spelled the way his last name is. Spelled. <laughs> That's exactly it. So, guys, I have uh, some questions for you guys. I want to kind of just open up for them here. Um, Whoever can sound off first, more than welcome to. Uh, firstly, what was your guys's favorite episode? Xander, go. <laughs> Doctor Strange Supreme. Ooh, hands down, my yep. favorite. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, 
despite the previous episode, in my opinion, this was the darkest episode. And I've been wanting more dark content in the MCU. Mm. Uh, I, I, I may not look it, I may not sound it, but I'm a dark and brooding boy. Give me that shit. I love that for you, Dad. I want, I, I want, that for like, you. like, like Daredevil and Punisher Netflix series. I fucking ate that up. All right. Like, I remember watching uh, season one of The Punisher. Uh, it was like right around mm. Thanksgiving. I'm, we're, we're after Thanksgiving, I'm tearing down the turkey and everything. It's that scene where he's got, he's jamming his thumbs into that dude's eye yeah, or whatever. I'm doing yeah. the same thing into the turkey carcass. I'm like, <laughs> <He's> like oh. <laughs> <laughs> just I yelling. want more of that kind of stuff in the MCU. So, like, w- when I saw that and how that played out, I was just like, this is intense. We need more of this. And if, if there, that's any indication of what could come in the future of the MCU, I am so here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound off? Uh, Anyone? Anyone? Or uh, for for me, what if Ultron won? Yeah. Yeah. That one was hype. That one was pretty hype. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. I that 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 was also dark, extremely dark. Like you think Thanos is bad. <laughs> That's one of my grievances. I will save that. Yeah, I will. I will save that for later. But yeah, I have an issue. I just want to. You do. That I want. I want to say that. But uh. But yeah, no. That that episode front to back was just like it. Your jaw was dropped for like the first like, I don't know, seven ten minutes. And then something happens, and then you're like, "Oh, I didn't even think about this." As, <laughs> you know as I mean? one, as one, Devin, the five star man, Stanford, uh, would say, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah, whoa." <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I had a, I had a whoa moment. So yes, yes, I love it. Genesee, what, what was your favorite episode? My favorite episode would actually also have to be the Doctor Strange episode. Um. Mm. I think the darkness of it probably also drew me in, um, but also the complexity of it. I felt like that episode was, they were able to fit in so much into such a short period of time without it feeling overwhelming. I mean, that episode for me was just beautifully done in terms of everything, like visually, content, dialogue, like everything was just, it just was really, really a fun I don't think fun is the right word for that episode but it was an engaging episode um but a close second for me like possibly tied is the Captain Carter episode I enjoyed the Captain Carter episode oh, a lot. it was so good mm. it was so good Dude, I just I just enjoyed Captain Carter I mean uh, I don't, same I don't know about y'all but uh, there's just looking like a snack yeah there's just something about a woman that can twist me into a pretzel <sighs> Yes, there is. Retweet. You said it. Retweet to that. I'm. I'm. I'm saying. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm. I'm. A part of me sort of bounces back, bounces back and forth between the Supreme Strange and the Ultron episode because obviously I I would venture venture to say speak for all of us here that those are probably the two best episodes of the show, right? Like creative. Have a different number two. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll we'll get that. We'll get into that here in a second. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're like these two episodes were extravagant. They were they were 
phenomenal and they're phenomenal for different reasons where like for me i would have to say supreme strange is also my favorite um but that's really just because as as genesee was just saying it's so complex it's so emotionally driven and as a uh uh, a, a certified sad boy would say I don't even like saying that I don't like saying that people say that are like super edge lords I don't like saying that I take that back yeah, no, ignore no, that was, I said that yeah <laughs> he was a broken man yeah. he's just fuckboy status right now yeah, yeah, yeah. no it's <laughs> uh, now he is it's 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 that episode is just so emotionally draining because like you get to see this perspective of what Strange could have been if he had things even worse. And it's it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it, it brings up a really, really cool dynamic of seeing where he is led into after the fact. And they did such a good job of portraying that emotion in, in a way that that Marvel is so good at doing in everything else that they delivered to us. And this show, this episode specifically was no different. Um, actually, we can probably dive into that second favorites. Um, I, I can start off here since I'm already there. Uh, Ultron was my second favorite. Uh, that entire episode was just hype after hype after hype after hype. And Devin's right. I was like, whoa, oh, Whoa! <laughs> the that moment. The, the, this, this, this. Who's there? Yeah. Oh! oh I was like, oh, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> that moment. Yeah. That's yeah. the whoa yeah. moment. Yeah. 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 Dude. Oh my god. It, it was just. It was crazy. And then that episode, I really enjoyed too because that showed. That was sort of like the first time showing more focus on the Watcher himself as a character, and. Mm-hmm having him feel panicked and like desperate for hey, being hey, don't don't spoil it no no i know i'm not there's no story beats here but having him per, be his character be portrayed the way that they did and having mm. it feel so visceral was uh, yeah. for for a be a, a, what is a, the equivalent of a celestial being he is up there with the power of obviously ultron with fucking infinity stones so it's like Like, there's a lot of stuff here that they show during this fucking episode that, like, makes me really excited to talk about some predictions that we'll talk about after this. But that episode was a bopper. It was a bopper. Yeah. And, like, the Watcher in general, like, as a character who serves, like, in the show, the, the role of narrator, he is, throughout the entire show, very, like, you feel drawn to him. You feel, mm-hmm. I felt very drawn to the Watcher um, throughout, throughout the whole show, um, which is hard. That's hard to nail. It's hard to like really root for the narrator and the narrator that is like a celestial being that is like bigger than everybody. It's hard to be like, oh, yes, please hold me. Hold me, Watcher. But I did. I wanted him to protect me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 Jeffrey Wright's voice. It's so that's, calming. Yeah, and that's soothing. gonna say it's it's because mm-hmm. Jeffrey is the right choice. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Xander's gonna leave. All right, y'all, I'm out. <laughs> All right, so Mom, so come pick me up. <laughs> my second favorite. I'm scared. My second favorite episode. Okay. Definitely T'Challa as Star Lord. I can totally see that for you. I yeah, see. I can totally two. see why that's episode the case. two. What if the um. T'Challa became a Star Lord, so yeah, that that is definitely my favorite episode. It's just seeing the difference between T'Challa Star Lord and Peter Quill Star Lord was awesome, and like 
the things that he achieves throughout that and like how they just lump it all in just like very casually and they're all familiar faces too it was yeah. it was very very good uh i i enjoyed it and t'challa very good star lord star lord r.i.p R.I.P. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. So this this yeah. show is the last piece of content that Chadwick Boseman was a part of. Uh, Rest mm-hmm. in power, King. We love you, Wakanda, fucking forever, forever and ever. Um, that the last episode is the actual last piece of content that Chadwick Boseman was on for Marvel mm-hmm. before he passed away. So fucking bless him, bless his family, all all the love to them uh, for the unfortunate passing of the late Chadwick Boseman, uh, and he killed it. He did a really, really good job voice acting of this. And it sounds like he was having so much fun. Yeah. So much fun in this show. And I'm I'm fucking here for it. Xander, what was your second favorite episode? So building on the dark and brooding, Fury's Big Week. Mm -hmm. That episode takes the second favorite Mm -hmm. for me. Because it's it it builds on that idea of, you know. One bad day. Is that you know, episode that one... three? Yeah, the Mightiest uh, Heroes. Yes. I think, yeah, he's trying yeah. to get the Avengers yes. initiative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one... I did. I, so I didn't expect... There's a twist. There's a twist at the end. It's And the fact that they, that Marvel pulled off a whodunit kind of episode, mm-hmm. like a, a murder mystery, like, this is awesome. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. So good, dude. Like, yeah. And then when you find out who it is, you're just like... What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, of all people. And, and and what that does for people, I think, with this what if episode, it made a character that a lot of people underestimate realize how strong this type of character is. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? And with that leading forward, not going to say the name of it, but we have a movie that's coming out within the next two years that is relative to this yes. so just yes just something to think about dude it's gonna be it's gonna be hype it's gonna be hype genesee what was your second favorite episode i already shared that it was it was captain carter oh that's right that's yeah. right that's right Mine that's a really good one that's a really yeah. good one it is i know yeah. i'm looking like oh fuck. but t'challa t'challa was also really close to that like honestly like like doctor strange captain carter and t'challa are like just like a little the top neck and neck. for me of yeah. greatness. Yeah. 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 For sure. I loved for them. Sure. I loved them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of the show is just kind of like lumped on top of each up. other at the, underneath <laughs> yeah, the pyramid. Cl- just cluttered mm-hmm. and on the ground fighting for Genesee. No, that's fine. Clutching on for dear life for that <laughs> Genesee, love us. Genesee, love <laughs> us. Please. You're like, no, <laughs> fool. What's really cool about this, yeah. what's what's really cool about this is we all have different things that we really like yeah. about the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like the, yeah. it, it just shows you that this show can hit multiple different kinds of audiences, you know, yeah. with and its content. I, I think it did that really well is it brought so many different like types of I mean, it brought like different genres into one mm-hmm. show. Yep. Like it brought different themes into one show and like that, that it did really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I'm and even just seeing here, like the spectrum of how much each of us individually liked it, which I think is kind of what Devin was kind of going for is like, mm-hmm. we have a big spectrum between the four of us of how much we liked it. And that's yeah. rad. That's really mm-hmm. rad. I mm-hmm. love when things do that because we, we like, 
we see that in movies a lot, like people that are like, you know, critical of movies and such and doing what we do. There's a massive spectrum of people that love movies. But for the most part, we get big triple A movies, triple A games, triple A shows. And a lot of times people are like, oh, I loved it. And it's kind of the majority of that, that, that vocal mm-hmm. um, with this. It's I've heard tons of opinions on this show, tons mm-hmm. of opinions and Marvel, like regardless of whether or not you really, really enjoyed it no matter what, there's something to appreciate here. And that's sick. That's super Mm. fucking sick. Devin, thank you for kind of really diving into that too, because that's, that's it's dope because Marvel's doing it. Marvel's doing the thing, man. They're just out here. Uh, fucking. I I have a theory as to why it is such a wide spectrum of enjoyment or, you know, disappointment. Um, Because I see this as this is a completely new form for the MCU. Yeah. They've Marvel's done animation in the past, but something that is considered canon to the the mainline MCU, this is completely new ground for them. So I see this as a huge experiment uh, where mm-hmm. each storyline has a different theme, a different genre of of media and they're like, "Okay, let's let's see what works." Um and obviously we have a season two coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're probably going to take what they've learned from this and apply it to the next season. Um, Not especially, only. Especially because they, they popped open the, the new animation studio and everything. So it's, it's all, it's all new, new stuff. Uh, yes. Definitely what from, uh, like from patreon.com slash good cracking show. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, not only that, a lot of this is a test to see what they could do live action and yeah. what would work in the, in the coming movies and, and, yep. uh, and Disney Plus series. But before we get too far away from this, I do want to know, Ernell, what was your third favorite episode? You guys don't want to know the answer to that. You don't want to know the answer to that. No, what I do. It? <laughs> Tell us how trashy you are, Ernell. Tell us. <laughs> Let's hear it. If, um, you, if you say what I think you're going to say... Tell me soft and tell me soft. Party Thor was my third favorite episode of this show. <laughs> actually, guys. actually, to be fair, to be fair, that Ernell, Ernell, I thought that episode was fun. You. I thought that episode was fun. It was just ridiculous. See, you know, go ahead, go ahead, Jesse, go ahead. I watched that episode knowing that Ernell had told me before that he thought I was gonna like it. I was like, Ernell, who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> Watching it the whole time, I took it as that a personal insult. That episode was absolute trash, dude. It was okay, but here, was here's fun. the deal, though. It it rides the fact that of what I was saying earlier is like once I just tuned into the fact that this is not live action MCU. This is a cartoon. I was like, I am just going to experience it as if I was a father watching a cartoon with my daughter. I enjoyed it on the level that I enjoy SpongeBob. I enjoyed it on the level that I enjoy watching Peppa Pig. <laughs> How do you whistle episode? Because uh, <laughs> that is like the best piece of fucking you content. You put your on the lips internet. together and blow. Click. <laughs> so fucking good. I genuinely I enjoyed that episode just because it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Like and I and even though it's it's ham fisted. And and just way over the fucking top and the quirkiness to it is so purposefully like cheesy and dumb. I was here for it. I was here for the entire time. Also, how in the fucking world did they make Jane Foster look so much like Natalie Portman in this? Yeah. 
I was gonna say Darcy looking exactly like like uh, Kat Kat Dennings. Yeah, exactly. Like holy shit, they fucking nailed it, yeah. my dude. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that that's my that would be my third favorite. I want I want last thing I want to bring up before we move into spoilers here is can we talk about how rad it is that Marvel found a way to canonize an anthology show? Yeah. Can we talk Dude, about how right. fucking cool that is? <laughs> because that's yeah. Marvel. Oh, yeah. It's genius. Yeah. It's genius. Genesee, go ahead, sorry. No, Marvel is just like off the rails, not in a bad way, but like they like they took the train and they were like, you know what? We're in the multiverse now. We can do whatever we want. We've dreamed up a new track. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like, they don't care about anyone or anything. And I love it. I love it. It's really great. They're doing See, I, crazy shit. It's funny you say that because it's almost like I, I view Marvel kind of like that, that crazy kid in high school that's like always mumbling to himself and, and stuff like that. And you <laughs> accidentally overhear what he's saying. It just sounds batshit crazy. But then you think about it and you're like, wait, that kind of makes sense. Hold up. <laughs> you didn't need to call me out like that, Xander. <laughs> Sorry. <someone. laughs> There's this peanut butter. There's peanut butter in the car lot. There's peanut butter in the car lot. I can't believe there's peanut butter in the car lot. Went to Subway the other day and she looked at me wrong. <laughs> and he runs down the hall. He's Naruto running down the hallway with a rolly backpack and like a duster, like leather trench coat. No, not, even that, not even that. Not even that. When you least expect it, he pops on his Healy. He's just like, fuck up. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Healy's though. Healy, yo. Okay. Here's, okay. Last thing. Before we go there, I had one of my employees just... when I was managing journeys. One of my employees, Tanner, he sometimes watches the show. Hi, Tanner, I love you. Uh, he purposely bought Heelys so that he could roll up to customers to go help them. <laughs> and I, I feel like Naomi told me work? that. Story. Did it work? Did it work? Did it work? Oh, it worked. Oh, it worked. My dog. Dude, I Did you guys start do, selling do Heelys? Yeah, dog. Do, do not underestimate the power of Heelys, okay? That is how I got my first girlfriend in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a pair, but never got one because I was Bro, poor. I was, dude, I was at a birthday party. I had my Heelys on. I saw her. She was over by the cake, and I just went, shh. You want to share a slice? <laughs> can we can we also have, talk that. about how perfect it is too because Healy's like in the Asian demographic was really prominent and I can see oh, Xander yeah. just being hella beautifully Asian just sliding up just emo hair and all just like, can, like how 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 you much better from first to last how <laughs> you like my typical robots how much better is it that Xander Xander physically manifested sliding into DMs. <laughs> <laughs> incredible i love that incredible you. and now honestly the second you said sliding up to someone in Italy with the email here i was like oh shit it's a really good thing i didn't know you because that <laughs> was my type <laughs> shit <laughs> shit <laughs> just in healy's healy's your type he, like Healy's the emo hair, yeah. My Chemical Romance. You have no idea how many nights of my like thirteen to six, no, thirteen to like eighteen year old life I spent like in my friends' rooms watching them play video games while they were like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> hair, and I was just like. Can I hold your lime green tie, please? <laughs> I, lo I love I love this visual of Genesee sitting in her friend's bedroom while they're like chain smoking <laughs> cigarettes in a basement. And Genesee's got her headphones in, like listen, smiles and her laughter is the only thing that I've been waiting for. And Genesee's like, yes, I'm Emily, I'm Emily. 
Xander, Xander, clip it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Anyways, now with that said, we're going to slide into spoiler mode right now. Let's fucking go. Let's we're go. In the way. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, guys, please, if you have not watched the show or if you care about spoilers, please eject yourself from this show right now. We love you. Go watch the show. Come back. Hang out with us again. Get this out. will be here available on podcasts and video services everywhere. Please get out. We love you. Come back and fuck around afterwards. If you do not care or if you have watched a show, stick around. Let's fucking talk. Let's fucking talk, my friends. Let's you know fucking what I'm saying? party. Oh, my God. Zayda really did clip it. <laughs> Let's. What does that mean? Uh, so you can you can take like a snippet of what just happened live and you can save it on the profile. And, and Xander has a habit of taking clips of us acting fucking fools and making yeah, montages aside, of it. Aside from being GK's uh, graphics and animation wizard, I'm also moderator extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking incredible. It's incredible. Guys, let's start out here. Uh, we're going to kind of zoom through these. We'll, we'll treat this the way that we did Loki review. We'll kind of go uh, a little bit into the main plot of each episode individually, give some quick thoughts, and then move on to the next episode. So, uh, first off, episode one, we have What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger? This is a story about Peggy Carter actually becoming Captain, uh, Captain, um, 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 what, what, no, is that Captain, Captain, Captain... Captain Carter. Britain, Captain Britain, Captain Britain, technically. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. the comics, yeah. The Peggy becomes Captain Britain instead of Steve Rogers becoming Captain America, and we get that canonized instead. Um, talks basically about Peggy living out Steve Rogers' fucking story, basically, <laughs> with some sm- slight small differences. Steve, yeah. Rogers. I mean, honestly, if you've seen if you've seen the first Captain America movie, you've kind of seen the first episode of What If. To an extent, yeah. Just, yeah. Except, yeah. 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 Some things are a little bit different, but it's a uh, different type of hot. Yeah. Ooh, I, oh shit! Energy. What did I do? Oh, what'd you do? Mm. What'd you? I do? don't know. <laughs> you, okay. You, okay, I'm okay, back. You're still here. You're here. We can see you. We can see you. We can hear you. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I'm on other channels on Discord now, so we're adding Ooh, we're adding danger to the fire. Oh, Jesse's in there. Look at that. I'm I so have friends. Oh my god! I'm excited for you, I'm excited for you. <laughs> guys. What were what were our spoiler filled thoughts of episode one? What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Go. They did Bucky dirty. Yeah. Captain Carter. Oh, those one liners, bro. Those stupid one liners, bro. I'm like, dude, shut up. In okay. the MCU, he's one of my t- he's one of my favorites. But like in this, I was like, dude, shut up. Okay, but wasn't wasn't Bucky kind of just stupid one liners in first Avenger? No. Shut up, Renault. <laughs> Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> if anything, Steve was stupid one-liners in, in the first Captain I America. Love, yeah, we get it. That's fair. I love Chris Evans as uh, Steve Rogers, but yeah, sometimes you really be stupid. Like, sometimes it's like, we don't need to hear you talk. Just look pretty. That is America's ass. Yes. I like that. <laughs> he, he did I have that better. shirt. Yeah. Oh, I you do? That's that right. See, see, I like I like the ass. I didn't like him pointing it out. When he pointed it out, I was like, okay, not not my cat. Oh, not get fucked. Dude, that was like one of the best off. parts of that fucking movie. Are you kidding me? It was. that is America's ass. Come on. That was a good payoff. It was a good payoff. No, but yeah, Bucky just That was my biggest rip. They did do Bucky Dirty. What you got, Genesis? I, see you I feel like 
I feel like one of the biggest qualms I have with the show overall is that they they took people who were not voice actors and they had them voice acting. Um, mm-hmm. I feel, I'm not sure if that was like super relevant in this episode, but like throughout, there were just so many parts where I was like, the way that they were talking was just super stale. Right, um, right. And I didn't, I didn't like that. That's probably one of my biggest critiques of the show overall is that it did get hard to watch it points because like especially like those one-liner things like they just didn't hit because we weren't dealing with voice actors we were dealing with like people who were the character in the movie and that translate over into voice for sure for sure i mean i would i would say that that Haley atwell did did fairly okay playing as peggy carter i think she did i think think she did she did all right it was actually was one of the best ones it was everyone else. Yeah, I would say yeah. it was that everyone is. else. Yeah. I think she did well. Um, uh, Doctor Strange Dumb did well. Yeah, Dumb Benedict Cumberbatch. But Benedict Cumberbatch, like, he's not a voice actor, but he's basically a voice actor. Oh, uh, yeah, because like, because like Smaug. Dragon. Yeah, yeah, he did Smaug. Smaug yeah. He did. Uh, he did the Grinch recently. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so he he's not he's he's not unfamiliar to this terrain. Jeffrey Wright um, killed it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Of course. Absolutely. Because he was the oh, right choice. Derek. <clears throat> I mean, some. Oh, hey, Gary. Ooh, Gary. Chat. Um, Tilda yeah. Swinton actually did the voice for Ancient One. Yeah, that was Tilda yeah. Swinton. That was dope. That's right. Yeah. That's super dope. Uh, yeah. John Favreau now, is obviously very used to this sort of stuff, but he was still happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. in The show too. Like, there's there's a lot of them were actually still around. Chris Hemsworth was Thor. Yes, Crims Hemsworth was. Four. I think that uh, I think that's what also made me hate Party Thor even more. The oh, fact that it still God was Chris it, Hemsworth. God and I'm just it, like imagining man. Chris Hemsworth being a immature little douchebag. Can we skip to thing. that episode really quick just to get it over with? Because that episode. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not leading, Erno. <laughs> You want to jump into the next episode? Huh? Well, yes, I, th- I think I think we're just all ready to just like fucking. Just... Can I say one thing? <laughs> yeah, about episode I was gonna, one. Real I was going to say Devin Close. raised his hand. Let's let's let Devin. Um, oh yeah. yes. I I Sorry, loved Devin. how um, when it came to fighting Red Skull at the end of that episode is how they were trying to actually summon a demon to help yeah. them, and then those tentacles. How we all thought it was Shiba Gorath, mm-hmm. you know. And then we Which find is not out confirmed. Yeah, it's not confirmed, but we find out something later that is very relevant to that. You know, I just wanted to say I love how they put that continuity right there. I would love to see some expansion also off of the end of the episode of Peggy Carter taking the place of Loki showing up at the beginning of the Avengers movie. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah at that shield facility that originally Loki appeared and killed everybody and grabbed the Tesseract. But instead yeah, it's Peggy Carter being there. Yeah. You know, that would Although be, it could, it could very well just be, uh, she gets picked up by the TVA on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause you remember we, yeah. we still have that scene where it was, they did say they confirmed that it was in fact, Peggy Carter coming into the TVA, uh, in the background. Oh, they confirmed that. I Wait, thought. I thought. Real? I thought they yeah. said it wasn't. At first. No, they, from last I read, they confirmed that. Um, so that that could be something. But I would oh. say on Red Skull, 
Uh, can we put some respect on on Red Skull? Like, like instantly. Yeah. Just, he just yeah he dead. Yeah, and <laughs> like, like straight yeah. up, he fucking dead. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like and I, I guess I attribute it to like when back when I was still like buying comics on a semi regular basis. Uh, I was right around like the Red Onslaught series where he like like fuses himself with like Charles Xavier or was it Charles Xavier or Magneto or some some shit. And he was like he's just like this like there was a lot to Red Skull. But he's kind of used as like a B-list villain in most yeah. of the MCU. Yeah, but that could change now because now we have yeah. infinite multiverses. So like, I was Just telling her no multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I'll go in. If if you guys are done with this episode, we can go into episode two right here. Yes, because what I want to say works with this Sick. right now. So episode two: What if T'Challa became Star Lord? We get a version of Star Lord, aka Peter Quill, instead being T'Challa, Black Panther uh, from Wakanda. Basically, same story except a little bit of minor changes. How T'Challa is taken um, by Yondu and brought into space and raised by them, and actually get a version of Star Lord. If he, that's what I fucking thought was hilarious. If Starlet actually became tight, people loved him, yeah. and he was actually well known. I died mm-hmm. having this contrast, like Black Star Lord actually being beloved across the universe is so yeah. amazing. Because that first mm-hmm. dude, I forget, I forget his name off the top of my head, where he's like, "Who is are it you?" Zoo? Yes. Zoo? Commander Zoo. Yeah, Zoo? yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. his name? Um, yeah. Is that right? Straight up leaves his position. To go, to go with, yeah, Star-Lord yeah. yeah when, when when he's I like, "Who that. are you?" and he's like, "You can call me Star Lord," and he's like, "Oh he's my like, god, I fucking knew you were not worthy." You're not worthy. He's like, "Can I fight you, please? Can you beat my ass?" <laughs> <laughs> so, Devin, what That's what are your happens. what are your thoughts on this episode? We'll start with you here, man. Okay, dude. all right. First, this is when the the MCU comedy came in. Was was this episode? You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Sure. This is when we yeah. got that. Um, also, the whole "can you kick my ass" part hilarious, and how he takes them with him, and he's like, "Yeah, this guy wants to join." What do you think? You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Punch me, daddy. Yeah. Um, now, a long time ago, Ernell, when we started far, far talking away. about them, we started talking about the multiverses. I told you that they're planning on bringing Thanos back throughout the MCU. And you said, no, that character is tired. They don't need to do it anymore. They brought him back in What If with Josh Brolin. But Josh Brolin has has also said that he's excited to do more roles in the MCU outside of this. So involving Thanos. So I want this to be on record that you are going to see live action Thanos again. If we get more than five more minutes of Thanos, I swear to you fucking will. God, Devin. I swear you to will. fucking God. And I will blame what? you for speaking this into existence. And guess what? He He's not going to be a villain. He's going to be an Avenger. Mm-hmm. That's no, what's going to happen. No. I'm yeah, with you. I, I, I'm with you, Devin. Because it's in the comics, and it's going to be for like a one I'm movie type of thing. Because he, um, I'm pretty sure he's part of the Avengers during Secret Wars. 
He is in you. the comics, yes, but like there's yeah. so there's yeah. so yeah. much takeaway that they they move away look from at the this. comics. Like I'm on team Thanos being a hero. Look at what yeah, Garrick just Garrick said. Garrick says, "Well, Kang is notoriously afraid of Thanos." Uh, literally, and we're building yeah. up the Secret ever. Wars. I just I, I'm saying it right now for all of you. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Xander, what, what, what's your I... reply to this? Hold on, real, real, real quick, real quick, because Xander has a contrast here that's the opposing this. After this, we'll go no, to Genesis. It's, it's, what, very, what it's very simple. It's very simple. I don't want it. But, but it's also very it. simple that if they pull from source material, that's probably what's going to happen. They only kind of half pull from source material, though. You I know, know yeah. I mean? but like, that's what I'm saying. But Josh Brolin loves being Thanos, and he's already said he's going to do more oh, outside of what it is. Thank you, Garrick. Less Thanos, more Cable. That's what I need. Yeah. More Cable and from I'm just telling you, they will, it's, it's fucking Disney. They're going to capitalize on that shit. Genesee, what what do you got on this? What was your fucking thought on this? Bullshit? Okay, you know what I'm saying. Like I loved the T'Challa episode. Um, I really love him as Star Lord. Uh, not just does Chris Pratt suck, but um, I, I'm not a, a Chris Pratt Pratt bro. I'm sorry, but um, if if I if I may, thank you for getting us back on track. Continue. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I. I don't like the the like frat bro party bro being a superhero vibe. We have too many of them. Just stop it. Just stop it. Mm-hmm. Star Lord Chris Pratt Star Lord is fucking uninteresting to me. Tony Stark uninteresting to me. Same reason why Thor's party boy thing uninteresting to me. Um I'm I'm tired of it. Uh Especially because we spent, like, over a fucking decade building up these actual, like, three-dimensional superheroes that are so fucking interesting. And then and then we have these motherfuckers. So, so not about it. Then you bring in T'Challa as Star-Lord. And I was like, oh, yes, Star-Lord didn't have to be a douchebag. He could have been fucking awesome and good-looking. Um, you know? And gave and us his so... fault. <laughs> Fuck you, Peter Quill. Anyways... <laughs> I fucking hate Peter Quill. I'm going to say it. I fucking hate Peter Quill. I fucking hate Star-Lord. God damn. I, I, <laughs> I, I wish he would fucking die in a garbage can. Literally, of all the fucking people that we've killed, we're not killing this motherfucker. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Anyways, go on. Go on. And, and that's also one of the most prominent love stories that we have through the MCU, where we, like, actually see them, like, get together and have, like, lover quarrels and shit, is him and Gamora. And Gamora is too fucking good for him. Jesus Christ. Anyway, not the point. Not the point. I'm angry. Um, The point is that... I feel like this episode also had one of the most, like, important what-ifs. And, like, one of the, like, most, like, interesting what-ifs to me. And it was not just what if T'Challa had become Star-Lord. But if T'Challa becomes Star-Lord, then what if Thanos had had an intervention? Literally, it was, like, within his what-if, it was, what if somebody just had a nice, like, meaningful, level-headed conversation with Thanos? Like what if what if he just got to talk to Chala, to T'Challa at a younger age, and then we have like a totally different Thanos that makes sense. And also like his he has a line, uh, fucking Thanos does, where he goes like he goes, I stand by the fact that this was a problem, but I understand genocide was not the answer. And I was like that was like literally what every forum said basically was like we get 
we get where Thanos is coming yeah. from. Overpopulation yeah. is whack, but yeah. like maybe not kill people. Yeah. 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 What you got? And what do you got? I just want to say he, every time he said that, he'd be like, but I still think it's a good idea. And every time he did that, <laughs> every time he did that, all the characters like involved like, in the Boo. conversation, they just look at him. They're like, seriously, really? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's and And that kind of falls in. What I was saying is this this episode is the first time that we got the MCU humor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In the series. And I felt like that really shined along with this because, I mean, that's kind of like what the Guardians of the Galaxy are about. But you notice how like Thanos was a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy in this. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I liked it. Yeah, uh, Xander, let's Can hear from you really quick. I want to zoom through the rest of these uh, real fast. We got yeah. about thirty-five minutes left. I, Xander, I really wanted to touch on one thing. Okay, we need to have a blonde nebula in the live-action version. I'm saying, please. I'm saying, man, she looked, she was out there looking like a Bond girl. Like I was just like, wait, blonde nebula or blonde Gamora? Blonde nebula, nebula, nebula. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, I was like, and like just like her banter, and I was I was just in trance, and I had to remind myself I was watching this with my wife. I'm like, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Karen Gillan did voice her. Well, right? what I what I was gonna say is Karen Gillan already looked like a snack when she's not Nebula. Oh, kind of when I she is Nebula. Her. I'm just like, you know yeah. what I mean? I just don't like Nebula. Right? Powder milkshake. So like, yeah, yeah. Gunpowder milkshake yeah. looking like a tall fucking beauty. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Episode three. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? We get an entire montage episode of Nick Fury having just the worst fucking week of his fucking life. And it's just Avengers characters dying left and fucking right. It is a big murder mystery deal. And they did a fucking good job of doing that. And then we get the big old twist at the end, finding out that Hank Pym as the Wasp. Right. I'm assuming the, the wasp. Or yellow, jacket. Yeah. yellow jacket. Yeah. Yellow, yellow jacket. jacket. There we go. Um, as yellow jacket has been going around killing everybody because hope was killed working for shield. Genesee, let's hear from you first. What do you got? What, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I enjoyed it. What I, something that I really enjoyed about this episode was that I feel like throughout all of the Marvel movies and especially the Avengers movies, we're sitting here like, okay, so, they all have these like wild superpowers and then like Hawkeye and Black Widow are out here just like raw dog in life. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all thinking it. Like they're going up against fucking aliens with their bow and arrow and their like knives. (laughs) And they, they come out every time like kicking ass, but like, I feel like this, like, did it, it was super great because they were the, or, I can't remember when, when Hawkeye died in this, but, um, Black Widow was, Black Widow was, like, the last to die, and it's like, well, Mm -hmm. you, like, she is a fucking assassin, like, this is what she does, is, like, not only kill people, but also not get killed is, like, a really important part of that. Well, also, going along the, going along the plot, like, the storyline of it all. Uh, pretty early on, like just after the death of Tony Stark, she was locked up essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, well, presumed locked up, and then Nick Fury kind of like gave her like, "Hey, okay, you have some time to like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna let you run free real quick." So I assume at that point Hank Pym was under the impression that he had taken care of of Natasha by getting her locked up by pinning I the death of Tony so, Stark. I don't think so because. 
she was locked up for like two seconds. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying from Hank Pym's standpoint, like he was under the impression oh, that right, she was right. still alive. Right. Uh, and then, and then, cut to Hawkeye. He was framed for the death of Thor. But also, mm. yeah, because the the bow and arrow thing, right? Yep. Right. Mm. And then, and then him basically dying like in that jail cell, and they were like, yeah, "That was dark." Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Especially finding out how he died when yeah. they show Hank, like, "Ooh, oh, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> because <laughs> fucking a man like <laughs> yeah Dev, Dev, I, uh, I made a mistake of watching that with my daughter oh, oh no oh yeah. no oh no oh no I'll, I'll get and i'll get to that in a little bit but Devin, you go yo watching the hulk die too i was gonna say this part was fucking sick yeah. because they reanimated that scene of the last hulk movie like very much like confirming canonization of that movie outside of the fact of again coming yeah. back as abomination. Um d- fuck yes, dude. Fuck yes. Continue. Sorry, go ahead. I loved it. That Just made me cringe. The, the way they made him die, too, and mm-hmm. how he was o- all over everybody, too. Was, yeah. yeah, just hold, the implosion. Hold, 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 is that the part you're saying made you cringe, Genesee? No, but I'm no, I not not like a like oh that was weird, but like in a like I was felt physically ill, like oh, how okay, like okay. not not like that kind of no, like an actual like I I don't think I've ever been that grossed out by a cartoon before. I, I was yeah. like, this is oh you don't watch anime then, so yeah. <laughs> I don't, my, I don't. My, That's true. My problem that I my only true. problem that I had with that part was that that is literally the way every single one of us were saying why can't they just do that to Thanos and they did it in this. Like, granted, the initial idea with Thanos was. That was both like what I felt like was an inconsistency, (laughs) but also like the best consistency throughout this whole series is that the second you start to think, well, why didn't you just do this to the other guy? You're reminded that you're in a multiverse. So the circumstances in which every situation uh, happens are actually incredibly important. Fair. And yeah, yeah, if yeah. if something else had happened, then you'd just be in a different multiverse. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Devin, Devin, continue. Sorry. And then we, the show makes sense. And we drop. We jump. I mean, that just totally, totally like explains the the title of the show. What if? Right. So. hundred percent. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Watching that happen and then. Um, yeah, so that that was the, the the big one for me. But the ending, the ending, so hype, so hype, yes. dude! Oh my god, Hank Pym getting his ass beat. Let's go by Loki, by <laughs> fucking Loki and Nick Fury. Yeah. Oh, let's go, dude. yeah, let's go, let's go. Yeah, so fucking yeah. Hype, dude. I, I love seeing animated Samuel L. Jackson do that fucking flip, though, uh, even yeah. though we know Ooh. we know it was Loki. But like, just imagine I was imagining Sam Jackson just like. Being like limber as fuck, and he's like, "What up, motherfucker?" Like, yeah. I'm and the look on Hank Pym's face when he's fu- like fighting him, and he's like, "Wait, what the what the fuck?" You yeah. know what he's he's like? Yeah. Wait a second, <laughs> you Dog. know? Lo- Loki being yeah. like, "Get fucking work, son. Get and this yeah. fucking work." <laughs> when Hank Pym yeah. went tiny and rushed at him, and then and like Loki saw him and just like punched him to the ground. Yeah. I was just like, "Oh, oh so you, good, this fool getting smacked." So and Loki good, was dude. out for blood. He's like, "You killed my fucking brother." You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I fucking love it. I love it. Xander, what, what are your thoughts? I, I want us to get us moving on here. We're taking a little bit too long. And- so just a couple of things. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out with the Hulk was because I watched this is one of the few episodes that I actually watched multiple times. 
Um, and one thing that already you guys know this about me, I don't do well with body horror, mm-hmm. uh, but mm. they took it up even further with the Hulk's death where there's that small glimpse where it zooms in, or like it, there's a close up of his eyes and you can tell like Hulk Bruce is there and he's like, basically he's crying for help. Just like, just like, Oh no. <clears throat> like, just like, and like at that moment, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know it's, it's comedic. It's funny, but, but I'm, but I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. Oh no. And then yeah. just like a fucking zit. Like, Oh no. Oh, God. And I, I felt so context. bad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, I, and I felt so bad because I was watching it with my daughter because we you know, obviously we saw the first two episodes and they weren't nearly as dark. So I'm like, okay, yeah, she can watch it with us, whatever. And Hulk is one of her favorites. Anytime she sees the Hulk, oh. she's just like, oh, Hulk, Hulk, I love Hulk. Oh, like, no. Like, yeah. Oh, and no. She's like, what happened? I'm like, and I had to sit there and explain to a five-year-old quantum mechanics. Uh <laughs> I'm sitting there explaining like multiversal theory to her. You know what? Uh, That's how I was brought up, and I turned out just fine. So your daughter's gonna be a okay. I don't think any of us turned out just fine. I don't think any of us turned out just fine. Let's be real here. (laughs) But also, one thing about this episode that I want to point out that I've been seeing trend on social media, um, talking about the basically the end scene uh, when they when they return uh, the Guardians of the Multiverse. Uh, there's a moment where people are like, oh, is this how, and we'll touch on it later, but is this how they're going to bring back this character into the MCU, a previously known dead character? And I'm like, "Uh, no, if you pay attention to that whole scene, this is building off of the end of Fury's Big Week, where, uh uh-oh. Oh, Genesee turned off her camera. Oh, no. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Genesee disappeared. it, It builds off of the ending of Fury's Big Week because there's a fight scene, there's Loki, and Loki mentions... Oh, to uh, Fury, uh, you know, you thought your alternate Avengers would would save you. And the two prominent Avengers that you see are Captain America and Captain Marvel. Two characters that were hinted at being the quote unquote alternate Avengers at the end of Fury's big week. So, no, I do not think that what people are saying on the Internet right now, oh, they're going to bring back this character. Not going to happen, especially after the lawsuit. But, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 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 With that said, let's kind of zoom. Let's zoom through these. Let's keep our thoughts really boom, tight here. Um, uh, uh, episode four. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? This talks about uh, uh, his uh, ex, Christine Palmer, um, not having had left them or left him. And uh, he actually has a loving, thriving relationship with him. And instead of breaking his hands and fucking up his hands in a car accident, he instead loses her. And what that would end up turning into, he tries time and time again to uh, go to Camertage, get his abilities, and use those abilities to try to eventually find a way to bring back uh, uh, Christine. And it is a heartbreaking fucking episode. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking episode. Xander, yeah. let's... Actually, no, you know what, Genesee, let's start with you for this one. Uh, like I said, let's try to keep oh, the yeah. thoughts tight going forward so we can kind of get through the rest of these. But Genesee, what are you thinking? One, I fuck so hard with Doctor Strange. He is the exception to my frat boy policy. Um, I love him. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, actually, like, I think if we really got into it, Doctor Strange really feeds into my daddy issues because he is, like, a super, like, hardcore, like, scientist man who's going to tell you you're stupid. <laughs> okay, like, he's just sure. going to come out and be like, you're dumb. 
and uh, like Doctor Strange. So here we are. And but this this episode, I feel like I love it not just because I fuck so hard with Doctor Strange, but it for me it did the exact opposite of what um, Loki did or. Uh, this episode no did what incest. Loki thought it was doing. Well, no, not that. Although, <laughs> no, no fucking alligators. They're really playing with that in this fucking show. Like, it, Marvel right now is just, like, right in that line. And I'm like, can we please stop trying to have sex with versions of us? Please? There are so many people. There are so many people in the multiverse, and they just can't stop having sex with the versions that wasn't there a line in one of these fucking episodes that was like, "Oh, it's just me by a different name or some shit." And I was like, "What are you playing? Keep it in your pants." Anyways, continue. Anyway, anyway, no, no. The the point that I was trying to make is that what Loki thought it was doing was like show us a character that was both like hero and anti-hero right and it thought that it was making loki like like th that it was doing that successfully while i did like loki i did they didn't sell it for me like they didn't sell that the loki that we saw in 2012 earned that story and we we have a whole episode on that Doctor Strange earned his fucking story in this 30-minute fucking episode, for me at least, because we see Doctor Strange, um, I mean, we already know he's a volatile motherfucker. So it checks out that, like, if he saw the love of his life die, he would go fucking wild. Yeah. Um, so that, that holds up. But then you see, like, you see that split second where he could have decided to either go back in time and try to save her and, like, you know, go full on into into Octopus Guy. Or he just decides to stay in his fucking chair and not do anything. And I was like, wow, that, that to me, it made so much sense. It made so much sense that those Doctor Stranges were the same person. In the same second. And they both earned that story. That that same Doctor Strange in that one second could be the one that becomes... Um, what's his name? The octopus Doctor Strange? Oh, it's Strange Supreme. Supreme Strange, Strange yeah. Supreme. Thank yeah. you. <clears throat> it could be him or it could be like this Doctor Strange that's trying to save the universe wants to like reign in Strange Supreme so that it doesn't destroy everything. You know? Um... And that was so, so, so powerful to me. And I fucked with it so hard. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Xander, what were your thoughts on this episode? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep to three major points. Uh, one, this was, in fact, my favorite episode simply because it felt like it, the only episode uh, that was well thought out through and through, uh, in my opinion. I think, I think from start to finish... The writing was impeccable. It, every everything about it was just on the money. Uh, the uh, the second point was the fact that it establishes a new rule to this whole time travel multiverse theory stuff that the MCU is doing, and it introduces absolute points, uh, just like how Loki introduced Nexus events. Uh, yes, so that is going to be something yes. that we're going to have to keep with us 
going forward, try and keep that in the back of our heads in case mm-hmm. something else, some other, other multiversal event happens. Yeah. Uh, speaking of multiversal events, I think, this, I, I have a theory, I have a theory that this episode establishing the character of Doctor Strange Supreme could in fact be connected to not only Spider-Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I have a theory that somehow Doctor Strange Supreme could in fact show up in one or both of those movies. I could see it. I could see it. I could see it too. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. Devin, what you got for us? Uh, I I mean... With that being said, like my my theory based off of that is maybe that that's the one who gives Peter his one more day. Mm. Oh, you know you're thinking I mean? maybe that is Strange Supreme that's actually doing this? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> There's not a lot else I can say about that besides the uh, the unknown demon or entity that he somehow envelops is also has the same tentacles that we see in episode one with uh, Captain Carter. You know, mm-hmm. that that's that's the one tie in that we saw. That's the first time we saw a tie in within the episodes of the series. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. For sure. OK. And we next we have what if zombies uh, this talks about if uh, the entire world got a uh, virus that was brought in from Janet Van Dyne. Uh, 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 his uh, Hank Pym's ex-wife that was stuck in the quantum realm comes out with a carried virus that comes from the quantum realm and quantum realm and uh, infects the entire planet, including the Avengers. Devin, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this one, my bye? I like the idea of the way it happens. I really do. It works. It definitely works. Um, for me, the episode had no resolution at all. Um, and I felt like a lot of the characters were acting way, way more dumb than they actually are. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And like the, these people are supposed to be super geniuses. You know what I mean? Like fin- figuring out time travel and quantum physics and traveling throughout the galaxy. And they can't They're figure this out. They're all eaten by zombies. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love the concept of zombies. I would love to see a, a fleshed out version of it. But I feel like this was supposed to be a fan service episode that ended up extremely lacking. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Genesee, what were your thoughts on this one? I hated this episode. <laughs> Xander, what were your thoughts on this one? <laughs> Is that, all, is that all you got, Genesee? That's like, literally all I got, Sandra. It's all you. It's all you. So, so I second that. I second that. I absolutely hated this episode, uh, simply because I'm familiar with the not the 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 Marvel Zombies storyline. Uh, I remember them saying early on that the Mar- the What If Zombies episode was going to stay the truest to the source material than any other storyline that they're adopting. Uh, into this What If anthology series. That's bullshit. The only thing that they kept true was at one point they turned into zombies. Uh, They did the laziest bullshit and add quantum in front of virus, uh, just making it seem, you know, oh, look at it, quantum virus. Fuck off. Um, The biggest gripe I had was the moment between Bucky and Zombie Cap 
that uh, something like that it should even hit. if it's not even pulled from Marvel Zombies if it's just just for this from what we know about Bucky and Steve that should have been a much more heart-wrenching moment that I just, I just did not give a shit about. Yeah. Like I saw that mm-hmm. I'm like and then again another Bucky one-liner when he when he kills him like I was like really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then and then Scott Lang looking like fucking like out of Futurama just like a fucking head in a jar and then they decide to put the cloak on to get the fuck this this no this shit was stupid. And then the twist at the end where Vision is chopping up bodies feeding it to zombie Wanda. No, not no, not for me. Not my not my Marvel zombies. I loved this episode. <laughs> I of course, you did or no? I loved this episode. Like it's not my favorite. Like it, it does have some grievances that I have with it, but I really liked this episode. It obviously, like again, I suspended disbelief. I was like, yeah, none of this makes any goddamn sense. None of the decisions they're making make any goddamn sense. My biggest grievance grievance with this episode though was that they had the opportunity to show that they could do horror and they failed. That mm-hmm. was that was my my grievance with it. It was like going into what we know about what they're planning on doing, in like Multiverse of Madness. I was like, this could be it. This could be the one that they go into and they give us a really cool horror story. And it it flopped. It fucking flopped. Yeah, if, any, if anything, the previous two episodes were much more horror related than this one. Yeah. Devin, what's up? I just thought of something. What if we see zombie Wanda? Go against them. Predictions will be no. after. Let's do predictions after. Let's do predictions after. Okay. Well, then, I will like, say. Hold on. I, will, hold I on. want to mention see, this. I don't want to see the zombies ever come back ever. They, I do want to mention I mean, this. They were this already was the in first Spider-Man. time. This was yeah, the first was... time in MCU canon that they name drop Uncle Ben. Yep. Yeah. That's true. That is true. In the worst fucking episode. Yeah. Sounds like it's not as bad as he thought it was then. <laughs> anyway, let's move to the next one. Uh, what if um, Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? We get a thing where uh, in the beginning of Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark is instead of uh, having to survive from the Ten Rings, uh, is actually rescued by uh, by Killmonger himself, uh, a.k.a. N'Jadaka, um, and is brought into this instead of becoming Iron Man, N'Jadaka himself. Uh, becomes a personal warrior, personal protector for for Tony Stark. Genesee, go ahead. I have an issue um, with this episode. I did not hate the episode, but I do have an issue with the fact that they basically made Killmonger exactly the same. He is basically exactly the same. Mm -hmm. They could have done anything they wanted with him, and they made him a villain again. And yep. I didn't like that. I didn't like that mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, I yep. really liked that. Uh, I really liked that. that. <laughs> uh, that's why I didn't like the episode because I yeah, wanted I to see a knows. King Black Panther hero. Yeah. I wanted them to bring him back into the fold in the MCU. Same. You know what I mean? And and this just kind of ruined that hope for me. But yeah, yeah. If, if I may, if I may, I, I want to talk just very briefly. I really liked that they did this because he's the only character they did that with. He's the only main character in this that they said, no, not all the time are things different in the multiverses. Sometimes they're consistently a piece of shit. And we saw that with Loki. And he's the only other character that really they kind of showed that consistency. And now they're showing it was not beholden to Loki. It was also beholden to other characters in the MCU, including Killmonger. 
And I thought that was a very interesting dynamic that they presented in this, where it's like, yeah, he's still a scheming little fuckface, and he's obviously worthy of that title considering everything that he does in this damn show. Um, I thought it was a very, in, very interesting take that they did that. Sorry, Debbie, it could go also ahead, though, pose, to continue. It could also pose a question though. Uh, what if who they're destined to be certain characters is an absolute point. Exactly. Exactly. My point. That's, that is exactly it. Cause now we, we start talking into what if, what if all the characters aren't consistently completely different across the universes? We have characters that are absolute points. And that's an interesting dynamic because then we start talking about Dr. Strange. Is he having a situation where he is consistently the same person across those things? And then we start talking about uh, how Wanda is uh, is oh God. What is the fucking phrase for it? Nexus, She's a being. Nexus being. And she is one single soul entity across all the multiverses, obviously, with the exception of the zombies thing, which I guess, you know, a little bit of weird. Yeah, I'm going to need further. I'm going to need further explanation on that one because that I didn't I didn't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, did you yeah. have more on your thoughts? Sorry. Go ahead. Um. No, no. I just wanted to see a good King Black Panther. That's it. Sure. Sure. Xander, did you have any thoughts, further thoughts on this one? Uh, just the one fact that I, the one thing I actually did like about this episode was the kind of meta moment where they brought in Michael B. Jordan's true nature as being an anime lover. Uh, when yeah, he's showing his, uh, when he's showing anime. his, uh, his diagram to, uh, or his mm-hmm. blueprints to Tony. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which, which there's another one in the finale that I want to touch on. I don't know if you guys noticed, noticed that, but we'll, we'll touch on that when we get there. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. Next episode, what if Thor were an only child? We get an episode fully of Thor not having Loki as a brother, and that turns him into a little fucking shithead only child growing up to be an absolute fucking loser, and his his mom Frigga fucking hates it. Um, And he comes down to Earth, and he turns Earth into one massive fucking frat party. Galaxy frat party. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Galactic <laughs> frat party. Uh, Devin, I want to start with your, you here, my dude. What do you got on this? All right. First off, we never said the show was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. We never did. We never did. Uh, I think Arnell did actually. Same, same concept <laughs> comes to comes to this episode, but I had fun with it it had its it's some comedic moments and uh i don't know why but i i like that cartoon moment of captain marvel and thor tossing each other around around the planet like it's like because if you think about okay. it they they are like animaniacs like yeah 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 style. but they are super strong beings in the galaxy yeah. you know and it at that moment gave kind of put this in my head i'm like holy shit what if they did fight? What would that actually look like if they were super serious about it? Because that was kind of like joking around like, oh, I'm getting slightly irritated. I'm just going to punch you really hard. You know what I mean? Because they're both almost in indestructible. Almost. You right. know, I mean, we already know that Thor can fight the Hulk no problem and get hit mm-hmm. by Hulk's craziest haymaker and still like get up and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so like the same goes for Captain Marvel. 
I that moment just started making me think about what if they actually fought? Like, what would that look like? It would destroy right. planets. It really would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it didn't it didn't destroy a planet in this one, unfortunately. Chancey, what are your thoughts on this one? I was I feel the same. I, I obviously have stated how I feel about this episode. Not my fave. Uh, this version of Thor was not my fave. Um, I also didn't like that. Um, Dr. Jane Foster in this, like, I understand why Thor is the way that he is in this episode. Right. He's an orphan. Only child became a party boy. Why did Dr. Jane Foster become a groupie? Like, what What if happened to make her just be, like, drop all her science shit and go and frolic with fucking Thor for no goddamn reason? Yes. I know the reason. Yeah. Why? He's a space pirate angel. Okay, but see, even... <laughs> even... Even when I want to be a space pirate ha- angel. <laughs> even when she you know what, was Arnel, like, you could be, you could be if you believe hard thank enough. You, thank you, Genesee. Go ahead. If like even when she was a groupie for Thor in his first movie, like she was still all about the science, and she was still mm-hmm. like dragging him back to her lab to like test him and shit. Like she wasn't just following him around. She was like, she's like, I'm gonna follow you to bring you back to bring you. But then this, she's just like, oh my god, I'm gonna sleep with him, and then I'm gonna like wait till he calls me. And I actually don't have a PhD anymore. I forgot everything in my brain, and I hate her. I hated it. I hated it. That didn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, I did really enjoy the um. Uh, the fight between Captain Marvel and Thor. That was very fun. I will. Here's what I'll say about this. I hate a lot of the ships in Marvel. Um, especially because Marvel is homophobic and they refuse to make people canonically gay. Yes. Um, Captain Marvel is a goddamn lesbian. That's mm-hmm. just the situation. I feel like we all Marvel needs to accept that. Yes. The only world in which I would accept a semi like any any heterosexual pairing with her is Thor. Mostly because yeah. I want to know what those babies would look like. I want to know what that sex would be like. Like I want it to fucking happen. Ooh, I okay, yeah. I see you. You know, I so see I was you. watching this fight scene and I was like, ooh, okay, good pregame. <laughs> I love that. Also, you know that they'd have some like angry ass sex, and it would just mm-hmm. be like they it would start out with them like throwing down oh, like some homelander the- style on uh the boys mm-hmm. yeah oh like, yeah, yes like- yes <laughs> oh dude i'm here for this genesee i'm here for right this. right just like smashing a crater in the side of a planet on like every level um so <laughs> <laughs> and so i i did i did um i did enjoy that but um other than that, yeah, this episode wasn't my fave. Um, I also really enjoyed how they were just willing to sacrifice the Dakotas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they we don't like, need those. We don't like, need those. They can't. They can't fight on Earth. They can't fight on Earth. Actually, take North and South Dakota. We don't need them. We don't need them. <laughs> we don't need them. We don't need them. Uh, Xander, hit us with it. What are your thoughts on this? So ultimately. I, I also hated this episode. Um, ultimately, I felt like Marvel decided to pose the question, what if 
Thor were an only child on Tumblr, and then a bunch of Gen Z MCU fans took turns posting their ideas, and they and then Marvel just decided to take every single comment in that thread and animate it. Uh, and then, oh wait, but we got to lead up to the to the ending. So the last ten seconds, you'll ne- you'll want to pay attention to that. And then all, all of a sudden, to be fair, doesn't necessarily add up. I mean, there's you see the Ultron bots in the following episode, but still, I'm just like, it, that is a perfect description, Xander. That was excellent. yeah, like <laughs> like that's the only way I could really describe it, honestly. As the only person here who actually kind of liked this episode, I have a responsibility to give you guys my opinion on it. Um, I thought this movie was so You're wrong, but go ahead. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'll go fuck myself. Uh, <laughs> I thought this episode was was so purposely tacky in a lot of really flavorful ways. And I thought it was so much fucking fun seeing it, like just letting go of my expectations of what I wanted it to be. They gave us Thor as a spoiled fucking brat. And that was fine. What did Garrick say? What if we decided to give you a mediocre animated series to buy time for Hawkeye? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Shut up, Garrick. God damn it. God damn it, dude. And anyways, I, I genuinely enjoyed this episode because it was just fun. They allowed themselves to just have some fucking fun. And all the other episodes had very diverse thick fun like good well-written stories like overall besides maybe zombies but uh they they allowed themselves to have an episode where they just said we can just go balls to the wall and just have some fucking fun with this one give us a goofy fucking thor give us a jane foster that doesn't make any sense because i want i want i want to bring that up because it's like we're not just going into different multiverses where the main character is different all the characters are allowed to be different. And so we had a Jane Foster here that was more groupy than Jane Foster that was in the, the Marvel movie. We had a Captain Marvel that was arguably a little bit more like had more personality than the Captain Marvel that we had in the movies. You know, like there's there's because and I mean that in a sense of like she's more stoic in, in the films. You know what I mean? She's. Mm-hmm. became Captain Marvel and just has this massive fucking cock now. You know what I mean? Just massive yeah. dick. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Um, anyways, yeah. uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed it for, for what they were trying to do here. And just when I shut my brain off to a lot of the shitty episodes of this show, I was able to find myself enjoying them more when I'm just like, okay, I'm just not going to think about it that hard. I would, <laughs> I would argue if that's what you're into, if that's what you want to see more of, Watch Disney XD. Uh, they have all of that. Um, I feel Party Thor, Marvel Zombies, even the Killmonger episode. You can find stories just like that on Disney XD. Uh, that was just, so mean, Xander. That was so mean. <laughs> episode even eight. I think that was mean. <laughs> episode eight. What if Ultron won? <laughs> we get a story. Yeah, let's let's try to zoom through this, guys. We've got about like 15 yeah, yeah. more minutes max that we can do this for. Um, yeah. Story, Ultron, instead of getting defeated by the Avengers, actually gets what he wants, makes Vision, creates Vision as his, his body, um, and gets his hands on the Infinity Stones because he's entirely too powerful. And he begins wiping out universes with the Infinity Stones. And at the end of this episode, terrifyingly acknowledges... The Watcher breaking this third and kind of fourth wall that they had going on with our relationship with the Watcher as a narrator. And I remember having that part where he's like, you. And I was like, oh, 
oh, look at him. Oh, fuck, he's talking to me. He's talking to me. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) And fucking, (laughs) and I saw a meme that uh like the other night too that was talking about how how that was so scary and people have started they took a png cutout of him doing like the hand thing where he like reaches out towards the watcher and they're putting it on different like like twitter posts and saying he sees you and like quoting like his last little quote before he talks to the watcher i was like oh god it's gross i don't like it i don't like it genesee burn through it really fast what were your thoughts on this episode I actually don't know that I have any distinct thoughts on this episode. I think I more so have thoughts about the next one, so I'll save them. Okay, cool. Xander. You know what? Actually, Uh, do do you guys want to just do this? These two episodes kind of run parallel with each other. Yeah, Yeah, part one, part two. Yeah, okay, sick. And then the last episode, we have What If the Watcher Broke His Oath, leading up after to uh, Ultron going around and fighting the Watcher in episode eight. Um, we have a uh, sum up here where the Watcher tries to recruit the main characters of the individual episodes of the rest of the show. Larry in the chat, what's happening, baby? Uh, we up? are in full spoilers for what if, by the way. So if you don't want spoilers, just giving you the heads up right now, Larry, we love you. Uh, if you don't care, stick around. We're here. Um, we we get the Watcher trying to recruit all the main characters from the individual episodes of the show so that they can help him fight Ultron after he has received the Infinity Stones. We get a massive fucking battle here. Relationships between all the characters. It is Thank you, big Larry. old fucking lit. And then finally, they do defeat Ultron. We have uh, Njadaka himself, Killmonger, taking the stones for his own by utilizing um, the vibranium that the Ultron robots are made from and getting the vibranium suit himself that can attach the Infinity Stones to it. And uh, they defeat him as well. Genesee, go. Okay. I um, I really, really, really enjoyed <laughs> the Guardians of the Universe. I thought that was so fun. Um... I also thought that they did it pretty well given the time constraints of the of the season. Um, I wasn't honestly they did it better than DC constructs their movies, so there was that. Oh, um, fuck you, Husky! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Husky. Sorry, Husky. Um, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> But yeah, so I loved. I also really liked the aesthetic of um, of Vision with all of the Infinity Stones. It was very dark, very very ominous. I feel like that was constructed really well. Um, I thought he was a very appropriate villain for the for the show. I d- I didn't like that like. Halfway through the last episode, they were done fighting him and then started fighting Killmonger. But then it was very, I was very confused. It was very confusing. That part of it for me. What you got, Devin? I I have one gripe with this episode. Yeah. Okay. Or actually both episodes, I should say. How does Ultron get the soul stone? I mean, I mean, what does he love that from from Thanos? Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. I was I was just thinking of it. You Cuts know, him in half. Remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's my biggest gripe. You want? You want? That's how he just cuts. You want to go into it? You want to go into it, Xander? Go into it, Xander. Go into it. Hit, hit us, Daddy. Go. So okay, okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is the main. Lit. He said, you "Okay." Have, you <laughs> have the main villain of the Infinity Saga, 
right? Yeah, the main the main villain from the Infinity Saga. He shows up, and all you have is Vision. Just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like not even a not even a second. Like you'd think you'd think that Ultron, in his vast knowledge, would would at, at least want to take a second to just be like, "Well, who the fuck are you?" There's got to be some sort of exchange. They're both very intellectual beings. There's got to be some sort of exchange. And then yeah. finally, when Thanos explains, like, uh, he's like, basically something even as small as you have something I need. And then basically Vision puts two and two together. He's like, well, I can't have that. And then have like maybe, maybe a little bit more of a tussle. And then Vision kind of realizes I could make this so easy. Then fucking cut them in half. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Um, if if just, I may. Nice. Nice. If I may, I, if that I may. was just like I felt. I felt it was lazy writing. The, the, so two things that I have for you here. The okay. tagline of this show. First off, the smoothness of your camera change just now was impeccable. <laughs> impeccable. <laughs> like Chef fucking kissed you, Xander. That was beautiful. The way you handled that was just beautiful. Uh, secondly, I feel like the a, a part of me wants to say I have to. I have to push back on this because I felt like I actually kind of enjoyed Thanos getting just lit the way that they did that because to me it came off as them trying to make Ultron come off as just this reckless animal and that's kind of what they were trying to portray I don't think this Ultron gave a shit who Thanos was I don't think he gives a fuck about anything he just has a duty to destroying what he needs to destroy to create his universes and that meant Thanos comes up he goes oh those look tight and he just fucking destroys fucking Thanos okay. And I think I can, that recklessness was, where, was, was intended. I can understand where you're getting at with that, but at the same time, don't you think he'd probably just go straight out the gate with the Watcher like that as well? Because when the watch, when the whole issue with the Watcher is, now Vision's very curious about what the hell is happening with, with this whole multiverse and stuff like that. You'd think that, okay, so I thought I killed every, everything. I thought everything was you know done for. Who the fuck are you? I I, I think I would argue. I, there's got to be there's got to be some moment where he was like, "This is this, this I don't I never expected this. Why are you here?" I think you know? I think my the way it hit to me was that because this Thanos was remarkably weaker than this Ultron, and the Watcher <laughs> was not. There was a more like of, of a respect line between this Ultron meeting the Watcher and recognizing right. that the Watcher was much more of a uh -huh. being than this Thanos was. Because we see this Ultron cut through Thanos in a millisecond. And that was to portray that this Thanos was fucking butter to this Ultron fucking butter he did not give a shit he was like i will kick this fucking cat out the window for all i care right he did not give a fuck but meeting the watcher and seeing that the watcher is a the equivalent of a celestial being and he recognizes like you're actually powerful there's a respect line there that's how it came to me at the very very least yeah. i can i can understand that. I, st I still wish there was at least some just some sort of I do exchange. too. I do too. Honestly, I I do kind of wish it, it had room for a cooler exchange. Exchange. It would have been a doper payoff. So I do especially. Yeah. With, I can just kind of see like what they were trying to do, especially with Josh Brolin being Thanos still too. Like they could have yeah. had a very some good banter between each other right there. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's fair. Genesee, you're our last one. Let's tie it off really, real quick. I here. already went, honey. You did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, for the me, last I one. I know. There's a lot of conversation yeah. happening. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Having a hard time. Oh, also, also the, uh, the, the, the second anime moment that I wanted to mention with Michael B. Jordan. Go. When he, get, when he gets the suit and he goes Super Saiyan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that yeah, was kind of like a. It was hard. It was like, hard. That was like one of those moments where like I know Michael B. Jordan's watching this right now. It's like, yo, I'm fucking Super Saiyan, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I, dog, like, I love it. No, that love was it. that was pretty cool. I love He's it. like, I'm but over like, nine thousand. <laughs> but the fact that the fact that they wrap it all up when Doctor Strange Supreme realizes we were not brought here to win, we were not brought here to destroy them, mm-hmm. we were brought here. To make sure that the Infinity Stones were removed and then mm, contained. Mm, mm. That was sick to me. Like it was it wasn't some kind of like, okay, you know, point A, point B. Uh point B is they're they we destroy. We we kill them. They're, they're not killed off. They're they still exist. By the way, we completely glossed over Arnim Zola, which was kind of tight. Yeah. Um I, finally, yeah. finally, finally we get stomach face. Robot body Arnim Zola, a little different than I was expecting, but it's still pretty cool. Um, but the fact that it kind of plays on that uh, ending with Doc, the first Doctor Strange movie, where that also I really enjoyed because it wasn't just oh we have to destroy the villain. It was no, we have to find a, a workaround. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, in that movie, he made a bargain with Dormammu you, you, millions of times, and finally Dormammu was just fucking tired, and he was like, all right, bye. Um, this one, they contain Killmonger and Arnim Zola in a pocket universe, and then entrust Doctor Strange Supreme within his pocket universe to watch over it. So it's a pocket universe inside of a pocket universe. Uh, Exception. It's, it's cool, man. It's, I, I like it. <laughs> Which like which may be the multiverse of madness. Mm, and we are going to get into yeah. that. For now, we have to cut us off just really, really fast right here. Guys, thank you for coming in. We enjoyed having this conversation. Thank you, Xander and Genesee and Devin and everyone that is involved with this new good crack in 2021 announcement stuff that we revealed earlier on. We're going to be diving into that a little bit more right after this. In the meantime... Guys, we're going to talk some uh, just a couple predictions in our brand new post show content. Let's fucking go. We got about 15 minutes. We're going to fucking do it. In the meantime, we're going to go do that post show and we're going to take this off of stream. If you want the post show, you can go to patreon.com slash good show and be a patron of one of our tiers over there. Go check that out. In the meantime, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pod pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash good Kraken show. If you enjoy the show, you can support us by subscribing below, going to our YouTube channel by clicking the link down there in the about section of our Twitch channel and clicking that bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other. Alright, guys. <laughs> Post show shit. Let's uh I actually I actually uh there's I got some stuff to take care of, so I'm gonna have to back out of this one. Okay, the, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. Yes. That's fine. But that's fine. uh I, I I enjoyed every waking moment with you guys and I hope you guys have a wonderful one. Love you, baby. Be good, Bye. be good, be good. Bye. Be good. Yeah.
Yeah, I only have about 15 minutes. That is totally fine. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. Let's talk. Genesee, what are Mm -hmm. your predictions after this show? Fuck, I don't even know, man. I... I definitely think that we are going to see more of uh, Captain Carter. I think mm-hmm. that's probably going to happen. Um, I'm excited for the implications of Doctor Strange's episode. I definitely think that... Uh, uh, we talked last time after... I think it was... What did we... Venom. Venom 2. When we did... Or was it? Yeah, Venom. When we talked about Venom 2, me and, me and uh my prediction was that... Um, Spider-Man's movie No Way Home and uh, Multiverse of Madness are basically going to be part one and part two of each other. Yeah. His his episode really did kind of enforce that for me, um, especially because there was there was a line in his episode that was almost exactly a line from uh wandavision about the um what was it like destroy the world like it was almost the same line Mm -hmm. and um i think there was a line in the trailer for no way home um that where dr strange is talking to um peter about not destroying the world but like well, yeah, it was kind of like destroying the world if he doesn't choose a version of himself to live. Um mm-hmm. then there the implications are going to be are going to be something that he can't afford to pay. And so that for me, I mean, we already know that Doctor Strange is going to be in his movie and all of that, but I I feel like all of these are are connected and I feel like they're all they're they're just they're right on top of each other. Um, Doctor Strange, Wanda, and Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I I had problems with the Zola thing because that the implications of that for me would automatic if if Zola's coming back, does that mean that we're gonna have to deal with Hydra again? I mean, we we kind of know that Hydra is coming back already because we have what is assumed to be Lady Hydra. Right now, right. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot about yeah. her. So, so Hydra is definitely going to be a thing in some form or another, whether they name it exactly Hydra or not. Because right. we have Lady Hydra now, we have U.S. Agent, we have a new Black Widow. You know, we have Artem Zola, probably. You know, so it's it's yeah. it's. It's it's inevitable at this point, especially with the Black Widows being a thing and Red Guardian and yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, but it's gonna be dope to see any and all of it. Like oh, for sure. Not only like, that, Thunderbolts too. Mm-hmm. Um, Thunderbolts. Uh, the official the official bridging between Sony Marvel and MCU Marvel. Now we you know we got Venom, we got. Uh, freaking um doc ock. morbius doc ock like the thunderbolts abominations back shang chi ten rings his sister <laughs> like dude hold on, hold on, hold on. some light bulb just clicked in my head what if we get thunderbolts versus sinister six how dope would that be that could how happen dope. how dope would that be that'd be pretty dope. that could happen mm-hmm they could have we got She-Hulk coming, which is going to have Abomination as well. Yeah. So Abomination is going to be more fleshed out. We have Hawkeye coming Thor. up. We have the the Lady Thor. 
Yeah, we had oh, Lady yes, Thor Lady coming. Thor. Yes, yes, Jane Foster. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got Hawkeye coming, and Wilson Fisk is rumored to be at the end of the show mm-hmm. on the last like mm-hmm. few episodes. Um, yeah. We got the confirmation recently that Punisher is coming back to MCU, and so is Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's there's a lot happening my it's hard for me to hone in on predictions at this point because it isn't like we're just watching loki now it's that the multiverse is open what if just happened i have no idea what if is going to happen at this point (laughs) you know what i mean they can do whatever they want if you could take one one prediction as a takeaway now that you've watched what if what is the one that pops your mind after having experienced what if as far as um, implications of the MCU, I think we're going to see the Watcher in the MCU, voiced by Jeffrey Wright. Watcher, yeah. I think that's going to happen because we are we are yeah. moving forward. The next major movie we're getting is Eternals, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is going to ha- explain a lot of what cosmic beings are in the MCU, right? Yeah, I think the Watcher is going to be in that movie in some form or another. At some point, oh, you know, one thing we didn't we didn't we very much breezed over. Do you, do you guys remember the very, very brief Galactus cameo in the Ultron episode? Yes. Yeah. Galactus, yeah. the world eater was he ate Galactus. He fucking destroyed Galactus. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Like they, we had a brief. So like this is interesting now that I, the reason I bring that up is because you bring up the Eternals explaining a lot about cosmic beings in a greater sense. Galactus is one of those cosmic beings. So mm-hmm. it's like, what if we start like really start playing around with like the build up from what we know now and what if and the Watcher building into potentially introducing Galactus in the near future alongside the stuff going on with King the Conqueror. Yeah, because King the Conqueror is essentially infinite. He will always be around at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get rid of it. Yeah. You you can't. Like, like, like a, like a, I'm not gonna go there. Just, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but like you, you can't, we're building up towards secret wars. We're building up to different armies of the Avengers and villains fighting each other. That's what we are building up to now. Yeah. You know, Galactus is a big part of that. The Fantastic Four is a big part of that. Uh, Spider-Man, Deadpool. Deadpool's a big part of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thanos is a big part of that. Um, Ultron is even in that. The Ultron that we see in What If is like one of the main villains in secret wars Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we are they are building up to some crazy shit like there's also the rumor too in multiverse of madness us kind of tying tying back into what if here um not only do we possibly see this the strange supreme but wanda is supposed to fight an x-men character Mm -hmm. as well a Fox property X-Men character that we've all seen before. And people are trying to say it's supposed to be James McAvoy's Xavier or Michael Fassbender's Magneto. I mean, Magneto is her dad canonically. That would, so it's that like, would make the most sense to me because who's somebody who could fight her? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Magneto. Like, <laughs> if, exactly. If anything, yeah, Magneto. Yeah. Beca- Ma- because they've already established he can control the the iron in your bloodstream, too. Mm. So, <laughs> you know I what mean, I mean? I, I mean, did they did they I don't think they canonized that in the, yeah. in the last few movies, did they? They canonized it in the Fox universe. And Fox where, where is they, brought. Oh. No, when? for sure. But where, where, when did they do that? I don't think they ever do that in the movies. They, they didn't. They do it during um, the Apocalypse movie. Well, so that was that was them injecting metal into someone's bloodstream, and then uh, he, he pulled it from them. I don't think I don't okay. think he ever got to the point in the movies where he was so powerful he could just control the iron in their blood. But what if they did? And that would be fun. And they also they also said it is supposed to be a Fox. Yeah, X-Men no, character. exactly. And, and sure. And sure. And everything. I just, just making this sure could be a actually... more powerful version of him after that apocalyptic experience, you know? Yeah, because I mean, that that is now technically one of the multiverses because Days of Future yeah. Past kind of was touching on that way before Marvel ever did. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, that's a good point. That's With a good Wolverine. Point. Well, then there's another thing, too. Uh, Xavier is the one who accelerated that time travel. Mm. Remember mm-hmm. through through mm-hmm. the mind. Xavier mm-hmm. is the one who did that. Well, I don't know. My my brain hurts say, thinking about all this shit. Break my brain talking. About this <laughs> yeah. Shit. In the meantime, it, guys, do you have anything else you want to bring up here as far as predictions? As far as like any little things that you think we have coming up at all? On on Quantum Mania. Do you do you think what if has any implications towards quantum mania? No, because I think I think quantum mania is just going to be used to sort of introduce Kang as a bigger character. They're going to they're going to use yeah, they're going to break use that to break Kang out of Loki and really make him a prominent character in the MCU. Yeah. I think that's mil- yeah. mostly what quantum mania is going to be. For. I, I, I think we're going to see Kang in some form or another in every movie moving forward. Maybe not Eternals, but everything past that. He'll be, I think I can almost confidently say that he'll more than likely be in a post credit scene of Eternals. And then yeah. from that point forward, he's going to be in one part or another of every single Marvel movie for the rest of phase four. I want to see him show up in like one of the Marvel movies, like with a villain that they're dealing with, I want to see him show up, kill the villain and then just disappear. I want to see that so bad. It would go so <laughs> hard. <laughs> it would go up. so hard. That would be, that he would shows be up, shoots him in the head and then goes back into his portal. That'd be kind of, that'd be fucking sweet. You're right. That'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah. Genesee, you okay. got any others? You got anything else for us before we end off? No, not really. I do think though that I do think there are I do think that I'm sorry my uh, my Sudafed definitely kicked in somewhere around Killmonger. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. For sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I'm chilling. Um, but I do think that that there are implications from what if for um quantum. Is it quantum realm? Quantum Quantum mania. Quantum mania. I mean, I just think that we talked about it too much. Like we talked about they were fucking they they put quantum in front of goddamn zombies for no goddamn reason. Like they talked about it too much for it to not be. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. They they could show a real zombies in the multiverse of madness, too. They could Mm -hmm. they could show that they it, it is Sam Rammy. And they did officially say it is Marvel's first horror movie. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've got some weird caveats mm-hmm. about that. Because, like, Sam Raimi was also the director of the original three Spider-Man movies, and that was nothing like Sam Raimi's, like, pre- previous work. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that could be applied there. My prediction that I would have is I think that we're going to see uh, the Watcher in Multiverse of Madness. I think that's where they're going to introduce him yeah. as a live-action character. And, uh, yeah. and I think that's going to be implied because uh, Supreme Strange is going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Do you think he'll be in um, Spider-Man's movie? Mm, I think it's going to be a post-credit scene. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'll think be so. a post-credit scene. They're going to show we're getting some there. Of We're it. getting there, guys. Yeah, we're so we, close. We have less. We are. We have, oh, man. We have less than a month until Eternals. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after Eternals, we have Hawkeye. And then shortly after Hawkeye, we have Spider-Man No Way Home. Shortly <laughs> after that, we're supposed to have Miss Marvel, which we're probably going to get a trailer for as soon as Hawkeye ends. Yeah, more than uh, likely. More than likely. Yeah. Fucking wild, man. It's, like, I mean, like, I think after, like, mid to late 2022, Marvel fans are going to be have been so spoiled. Mm. go for like mm. two years then we're not going to know what to do I can't wait for Hawkeye honestly it, oh it, I can't it, either it looks so fun it looks so fun that's and, one and... thing I feel like there wasn't a lot from like all of the recent content except for maybe like Shang-Chi I had a prediction from that I don't think much is leading into Hawkeye Mm-mm. well the, the thing that led you know into I mean? Hawkeye was the post credit scene in Black Widow that that right. we're yeah. we're gonna see right. Elena as Black yes. Widow in that yes. we, it's confirmed. Now something else I want to point out. So with the confirmation of Wilson Fisk being in Hawkeye, in the comics Wilson Fisk takes in Echo as his pseudo daughter, just like how Thanos does with Gamora. Yeah. And here's another thing: they announce that there is going to be an Echo spinoff show. Echo and Daredevil also have a relationship in the comics did, too. Did, did Disney announce that? Yes, they did. And um, we have Wilson Fisk. We have Daredevil coming back. We have Echo. We might see some stuff. And there's big rumors with Daredevil coming around in MCU properties, right? Right. I think we're that we might not get daredevil in spider-man but i think we might get him in hawkeye because it is in hell's kitchen oh shit that is mm. confirmed it is confirmed holy fuck okay yeah no i remember us talking about this in our uh sort of a reactions to the hawkeye trailer um and how mm-hmm. like I, I remember talking about how they showed echo in the trailer and and how prominent of a character echo is in the comics um and how big of a deal this is because echo should have been in this a long fucking time ago a long mm-hmm. fucking time ago echo should have been introduced to the mcu um i like the implications of her now being more committed to and i think i think that would be really really cool i mean like then we start talking about daredevil daredevil like you said punisher becoming more of a prominent character you know there's tons of other stuff that we could be getting out of this and it's all all really good news i th- i think we're going to eventually see hawkeye slash Kate Bishop work with uh, Punisher at some point. I think I'm that actually might happen. So, so fucking excited for Haley I think Steinfeld that will happen. Oh my God. As Queen. Kate Bishop. Yeah. yeah. I am beyond pumped. Yeah. And, and it is 100% 
established that Punisher will be in the MCU. 100%. Mm. They've already said that. Was it? Because that was the that? article you sent us, right? That was I, the article I've, you I've sent, sent us. Ernell, I've sent Ernell a lot of different text messages about this with a lot of different articles. Yeah. Okay, but if I remember okay. correctly, though, the article that you last sent me was talking about him getting his own show, but not necessarily being in the MCU. No, it, it's MCU. Here, I'll, I'll search because it Because right when now. I looked into okay. it, the latest thing I saw was actually was like an interview this week with the actor who plays him and was he still wasn't confirming. Whether we'll see. I mean, giant, like, giant yeah. freaking robot. John Berthel returning as Punisher. Our scoop confirmed. John John is returning as the Punisher to the MCU. This the, is from giant freaking robot. The, the the tough part is that like it's sort of like what Xander was saying the other night is that unless it comes out of Disney's social stuff itself, it's it is. It's basically not, not confirmed yet and so it's yeah. like with like the the thing about echo variety did an interview with the production people of disney and so that's how they were able to confirm that echo was going to be a thing and so it's like websites typically it's, it's hard to say it's hard to say so it's like really like none of us are right because there's nothing absolutely you want to know what the rumor is what the rumor, rumor is you might, you might see him in moon night that'd be dope I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. I'm hella here for that. And also, there was a picture of uh, Willem Dafoe with Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke on the set of Moon Knight as well. Yeah, you with you all of them arms are hanging episode. around each other. Yeah, yeah that's that's. Yeah. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be tight. It's also tight because guys, thank you for watching our very first post show. It's been lit. It's been tight. Uh, hope you enjoy this extra content and uh, and us being, you know, shills for your guys' money. We love all of you. <laughs> and thank you so much for supporting us because obviously if you have access to this, you are supporting us over at patreon.com slash show. And we love every single one of you. Anyways, we got to go, guys. We love you. Be good and have fun. And, 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 and obviously be good to each other. Bye-bye. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.